What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 31 of Blindside Sports. Now, I uh, we, we have a lot to get to in this one with another, a special guest, and uh, he's been on before. You, you guys recognize him. But before I get into the show, I just want to say, if you're new, like, subscribe. You know, if you're on Spotify, download, turn on your notifications wherever you are and share it with your friends. Because, look, you know, if, if you were to send this to your homie, like, hey, this these guys are really doing work. I really enjoy it. They're going to they're going to really be like, oh, OK, my friend actually likes it. If I were to do that, OK, I'm just self-advertising. So, you know, hey, word of mouth advertising. But I'm Emmett Douglas. And joining me today is a guy who came on this show, this very show, almost two months ago to the date. And had a hot take, and it's, I would say, gained traction. I mean, it has, but, like, now people are starting to say what he said two months ago. You remember him. You know him. The big vanilla funny, the vanilla sports guru. This is a guy who can, you know, chef it up in the kitchen. He's a mentor. He uh, hosts Unsportsmanlike Conduct with VJ. He's starting his own uh, website with, like, his, you know, his VSN sports stuff. It's my guy, VJ Husky. Welcome to the show. Round two, brother. How you doing? I'm doing blessed, man. First of all, damn, I that introduction was so good. I started to look around for somebody else. Like, hold on, he's not talking about me. He's, he's he must be talking about somebody else. That wow, what an what an intro, my man. Thank thank you, Lord, man. I appreciate that. What's up, E B E D? I appreciate you, man. It's good to hey. be back. So thanks for bringing me back, man. But uh, nice, great intro, man. So yeah, let's get to it. What's going on, everybody out there? on that side of my man my man Emmett. so yeah i i uh, dude i you know what's funny is you a couple months ago we you know when we did the show last time uh if you guys haven't checked it out go check it out um blind or it's episode like 18 or 19 on spotify and or wherever you get your podcasts and youtube but i uh had an intro and you said that's one of the dopest intros you've ever heard i gotta ask you did that today's intro pass last time's intro yeah, I did. Yeah, oh, I did. man. And I, I pride myself on my intros of my guests because I want, I always tell my fans, I want you to know I'm not bringing on no Johnny come lately. So I'm not bringing on, you know, the people I bring on, I trust. I, I like their opinions, even if I don't agree with them all. I still like their opinions, their delivery, the way they carry themselves and what they've done in the business. And that's what any business is about anyway, man. And anytime you're doing this. So I pride myself on that. So when I get an intro like that, I, I feel I feel good. And yes, you outdid yourself this time. Isn't it? <laughs> there we go. Now, you know, enough uh, blabbering. So that's going to come up in the show later because it's me and VJ. I mean, last time we talked about a, a homeless guy with his pants down a cross country course. But, you know, uh, post that, I post that clip on Instagram and TikTok. Go I, check I, it I out. Feel sorry. I feel sorry for you. I really do, man. Like, I, I hope I hope that man did not traumatize you. Guys. He, he didn't traumatize. Oh, man, that was a good story. And hey, I mean, we all love because oh it, it was funny because I mean, I, you know, I could have gotten hurt on that course, whatever, you know, that could, it could have been a much worse story, but instead I had a homeless guy with his AirPod in with his pants down. So like, Hey, (laughs) (laughs) it could, it could have been a lot worse. You know, we're still talking about a year later, but now I know we led with LeBron last time I had VJ on, but it seems like LeBron is like that guy who always has the headlines. I'm going to let VJ lead this one because it's his hot take. And, you know, he was the one who said what should be said about LeBron before everyone did and the point was lebron he said on december 30th 2021 that lebron james the lakers have a lebron james problem basically they need to move on from him he's ruining the team and 
you know, nothing really happened with that. Cause I mean, I don't, ha- I don't have like a cowherd or a Broussard, uh, Rob Barker audience, but two months later on Thursday, February 24th, I pull- I-, I got the dates and everything. I pulled it up. Uh, Colin Cowherd at the start of his show on the herd with Colin Cowherd, go check it out. He said, Lakers need to move on from LeBron. 20 minutes later, I get a uh, mention from VJ on Twitter. You can go get him at Husky ENT and get me at Emmett Nosey 04. And he says, now Cowherd saying it. So, of course, we had to repost a clip. So, VJ, give it to me. Your thoughts on LeBron. LeBron James also mentally quit on the Lakers. How do you feel about LeBron James teaming up with Bronny in the future? When do you think he's leaving the Lakers? And is it a trade? Is he going to leave him for agency? Go. Listen, man, I, I I have to always be as organic as I possibly can whenever I'm doing sports talk. And the other day I vowed, and I'm just letting you know what, what a friend you are and a colleague you are to me in this industry. I vowed not to talk no more LeBron or Lakers for the rest of the year. I'm done. What I saw against the Pelicans, I've been telling people it's, it, it's coming. Like, this is coming, like you said, two months ago. You can just see it, but you also have to be smart enough to open your eyes and look at the last 16, 17 years. This man has a great career. LeBron James is a great basketball player. One of the top 10 guys I think I probably have ever seen. Now, I don't like rankings. I just say, listen, out of the top 10 guys, because the eras are different, I hate NFL, NBA rankings. Any other sport, I think it's okay. NBA, it's it's the worst topic. Is top Agreed. 10, who's the GOAT? Yeah, yeah, it's the- And I'll it, say this too about the rankings, VJ. In the 90s and the 80s, this is why, like, I like comparing like Jordan and you know, mm-hmm. Curry and stuff. Mm-hmm. The game has changed so much. Like, I said this about the dunk contest is now not none of these guys, you know, okay, dunking's cool and all, but they want to be the next Steph Curry, Ray Ray Allen, yeah, you know, shooting yeah. these deep three balls, working on nope. that crazy shooting form. No one cares about that. So, nope. I just think eras change, man, especially in the NBA, and that's when you see, you know changes the most in the nba like the 90s no one was there wasn't really like a, a lot of sharpshooters now in 2022 uh, march 1st 2022 there's a bunch of sharpshooters if you don't have yep. a sharpshooter you're screwed absolutely and and um well yeah that's why the lakers are screwed too but if you, <laughs> we'll if get you to that over, i got a take on that <laughs> yeah if you go at a time if you just go over time and you just look at the track record and people there's always the yeah but you win a championship okay i, I get it i really truly do but there is a, a mess that's just always left. And that's what I was going by. And that's what I was looking at. I thought this, and back in August or September, when I did my NBA preview show, my exact prediction, I said, they'll be lucky to win 46 games. And I, thought that, was their, right and I thought that was, I thought that was the high. And I said that in September, it's on wax. Like I said, 46 games. Oh, they coming out the West. No, they're not. Are you kidding me? They have seven, six or seven, one year deal guys. Those guys aren't locked in. Those dudes aren't chasing the champion. Carmelo's not chasing the championship. I think Carmelo's at the point where he's like, listen, I'm going to just stat pad and just add on to what I can add on because <laughs> I, I, I'm no championship team is going to sign me. He was in Portland last year. Look what they, look what they are now. Look what they are this year. Look what they were last year. Don't you get, get to the started. Lakers because LeBron's, yeah, LeBron's your boy. So you get to the Lakers this year, but you're on the bad Laker team. You're not even on the first or second LeBron year Laker team or a Kobe Laker team. You're on everybody's 37, 35, 36, you know, 15 years, 16 years, 17 years, 18 years in the league. This 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 thing's old. And then you bring in Russell. When that happened, I said it again. Dude, this is – why didn't they make the Buddy Hill deal? Like the, the news – DJ McCollum even. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, the Buddy Hill deal I just think would have been better because even CJ you – saw, you saw Portland move them, and they didn't move them because they don't think he can play. They moved them because they realized, okay, these two guards between him and Dane, they're – I mean – 
we can just get to the first or second round and one conference finals. That's it. We can't get no further with this. So somebody's got to go. So I still think McCullough can play, but they needed a shooter like Buddy Hill, a guy with just no conscience. The deal was on the table. He nixed it. He's nixed things in other teams. And I don't want to even use this as a banging moment because I said I was done talking. But the only reason why I would talk this topic is because you're asking me and I'm on your show. But after this, I'm done with the narcissist. I won't uh, even call him his name anymore. I'm uh, done with the narcissist and I'm done with the Lakers for the rest of the year. And you know why? Because there's so many other great things to talk about in the NBA, not to mention hockey, college basketball. Did we see this past weekend? Seven top 10 teams. Yes, that was wild. What, and, and I loved it because one and two didn't change. Because it's like, well, you can't really move anybody down or move anybody nope. up. They all also leave it the way it is. Maybe shuffle two teams. Let's go to next week. Let's go. Let's get ramped up. Conference tournaments. Conference tournaments. And I'm a guy. I watch just about at least a game or two from every conference tournament. I DVR a lot. So late at night, I'll watch. Okay. Oh, there's that Sun Belt final. I haven't seen it yet. So when that team gets to the tournament, I can at least say I've seen them. Okay. I mean, I only seen them once or twice, but I've seen them. But there's so many other good things going on right now. I don't want to continue talking about the narcissist and the Lakers, but I'll finish it by this because we got a great show and you got great topics. I got great topics. I told you so. That's the bottom line. I told everybody. It's not to say that the guy's not great, but come on, man. Like you just watch him play. And this, this, this shamelessness of going for its numbers and big blowout losses and really sprinting for certain points of the game and, then the people at the platform to say, oh, well, he's reserving himself. Or he's, I'm, 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 I'm tired. I'm tired of all the excuses. I feel so sorry for Russ Westbrook, a Hall of Famer, being treated the way he's being treated because people in our industry are dogging this man every single moment that they get. And this is a guy who, who should have never even been traded there. But the narcissist wanted him like he wanted everybody else. He tweeted. Keep the same energy about my squad, talking about my squad. I, 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 me, 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 my, my, my. It's all, he's always spoke that way. Team is very, uh, it's very occasional for him. It's always me, 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 my, 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 I, it's about me. Think about it, man. They wanted Russ. This season is over because he ran his mouth all-star week. He had an egotistical narcissist moment with this kind of smirk on his face. Not knowing, bro, this ain't this isn't the heat. And honestly, when you tried that with Pat Riley, what did he do? He said, okay, well, if you want to go, go. Bye. Like, seriously, yeah, they had to see that. He went, yeah, bye, he wanted them to fire Spolster. He looked them right at me and goes, I'm not fire Spolster. Who, who, Next. man? Next. I, like, honestly, I'm, that's how the conversation, Pat Riley said, he wanted me to fire Spolster. We're not fire Spolster. Next. Who does that? I'm sorry. I'm Eric Spolster is so good, man. Because he wanted a coach he likes coaches and, 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 here, and this is this will go even deeper with the narcissist i don't even think that he believes that eric sposher is not a good coach or can't coach it was just i need to have my way and say something that i want that's how narcissists think so it's not wade it's not bosh the team was good they were coming off of going to two straight finals or what uh i don't want three, four did they go to four straight finals yeah they went to four straight finals. excuse me yeah it was they, uh... they, did, they did they come off of going to four straight finals you got great bench players. You had Birdman. You had a Battier. You got Bosch. You got Wade. Like you, got, you got Super Mario Charmers. Like you got a team. So Ray he, Ray. Couldn't play the, he couldn't play the player card. Pat Riley's the GM and calling the shots. So you can't say you don't want the GM because that's Pat Riley. The only thing you can look around and go at is, oh, I don't like Eric's post. And Riley said, nope, next. And he didn't have anything else on the list. There was nothing he could say. So psh, I'll go home. 
Same thing with Cleveland. And now he tried it down. But what I, if you're going to be a narcissist, just be a narcissist. Don't send Rich Paul to clean up your mess on a little secret meeting with Jeannie on Tuesday. No, 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 no. He didn't mean that. He, no, he's, he should have never had let Cleveland come out of his mouth. You play for another team, dog. What are you doing even talk? I didn't tell him, listen, I, I know we're back at Cleveland All-Star Weekend, but I'm not going to go there with you guys. I play for L.A. I want championships for L.A. Blah, blah. No, but he couldn't help himself. He had to have a narcissist. He had to have a narcissist moment. And he did. And Jeannie and them, I guarantee you, sat and looked at that and said, are you serious? Shaq never even did that. Kobe never even did that. Magic or Kareem never even did that. And here you are, openly All-Star Weekend, talking about there's there's a possibility that you could go play. Isn't that kind of like players tampering? Like if the coach can't do it and the GM can't do it and the owner can't say, how can a player say that? But I have to, I can't control anything right now. So what can, oh, I can go just run my mouth. And that's what it turned into, man. I'm done with them. They're out of the playoffs. They got to figure it out this offseason. But next year, Russ, 45 million. LeBron, 44 million. AD, 42 million. For those three players. And they have none. And, no and uh, CHT, no and THT, that's it. They have five players on contract for next year. That's it. So what's going to happen? Another bunch of one year, one year, one year, one year, old, one year. Old, old people who are out of their prime. and Yeah, who, like, honestly, what real, what real game changer is going to look at that situation and go, even if I go in there and I'm one of the top three reasons that we win a championship, they're all going to say it's because of him, and he'll suck it all up. He'll never... I told people this about AD and then I'm done with the topic. Go back to when they won in the AAU Mickey Mouse Bubblegum Championship uh, two years ago. Go back to the moment where AD finally has Rachel Nichols there. He finally has his finals moment. He finally is a champion and gets to talk and, and talk about himself and what it went through and with, you know, coming from Kentucky and, and coming from New Orleans. And who comes dancing in with the MVP and the NBA Championship trophy in the camera view? LeBron James. You hear people start to laugh, and then and then he comes right back in. I, I swear, everybody, it's not hating. Go look at it. Go look at AD's face the minute that happens. I told Chris Boussard back then. I said, man, he's, he ain't going to want to stay there. He's going to get checked out. Kyrie tried to warn us. And because the media is so sucked into the LeBron narrative, now we dislike Kyrie because he was like, man, I'm good. I'm good. Guess what, guys? Paul George, free agency. He could have went, I'm good. Kawhi Leonard, they tried to get Kawhi. They had to sit down with Kawhi. They sat down with Kawhi. And Kawhi looked at the situation and was like, no, nah, I'm good. I'll go over <laughs> here. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go over here. I'm Like, really, I'll go to the Clippers. Think about, think about that, Emmett. The Clippers. I, I'm sitting in the Lakers front office. There's, at that point, uh, at that point, 16 championship trophies around me. The ghost of Chick Hearn. The ghosts of Dr. Jerry Buss floating around. The ghosts of old Lakers girls of the past that protect the building or protect the offices. I believe in sports stuff like that, bro. And I'm sitting here and I looking at the guy who's the man here right now. When in the history of somebody ever looked at that on, on Kawhi's level and said, I'll go not, not just go play for somebody else. I'll go play for the Clippers. Come on. The flippers. Uh, so if you go back to that moment with AD, man, you could just see, and then coming off that bubble year, he didn't look the same last year. And then it got worse to the middle of the season. Then he got hurt again towards the end of the season. Then he got hurt in the playoffs. They come back again. He looks worse than he did last year. Like I told people, the minute LeBron danced in the way with the trophies. And here we are. 
here we are. Now you're hearing, well, maybe they need to move AD. If I was AD, you made me fire my agent, hire your guy, put up a fit and force my way out of where I was, even though we were coming off a sweep in Portland the year before as the underseed and then lost in six to the eventual champions, the Golden State Warriors. And you made me do all of that. And now we hear, and I was the year they won the championship, led the league, led the team, points AD, rebounds AD, block shots AD, first team all defense. LeBron let him in assists. First team all defense. And people thought he should have been defensive player of the year. And you're gonna, and now you guys are gonna try to trade me. That shows like he never cared about you. It's just what he could get off of you. And that's just the kind of guy he is. So, and they're done for the year, man. No more Laker talk. No more narcissist talk. There's so many other things in sport. They may not make the playoffs, bro. They may not make the playoffs. I think they did. Tonight, I'll take in Dallas with the five. I think Luka goes in here and just lights them up. Who's guarding them? Is LeBron going to guard them all day? No. Luka's going to go in there and light them alive tonight. Mark my words. Yeah. I Oh, dude. The, the, they lost to the Pelicans. And, you know, my thing is, too, with the Lakers and this whole LeBron thing is, there's uh, about, you know, everyone say, should the Lakers move on from LeBron? I, there's a difference between should and uh, are gonna, right? So should the Lakers move on from LeBron at this point? There's been so much damage to that, uh, uh, to that, to that franchise. Genie bus walked out of yep. Staples center yep. after the third quarter on Sunday night with that embarrassing game against the Pelicans. I think LeBron well, it was James- actually still the third quarter it was like the three fifty eight mark. Yeah. She didn't wait to third quarter. She was gone. She was like, I'm out. I got better things no. to do. I can go, yeah, yeah go, go do genie bus things. And that's the thing. And I, I think there's just a, this Lakers the franchise. There's a lot wrong due to LeBron. And look, I get LeBron, you know, he, he, it's all he, me, 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 me. But you, what you got to do. Up the, warming up for the opera. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what you got to as a front office, man, this is why I said when Aaron Rodgers was like, I want to say you as the front office, okay, you could try and give the say, but what you got to do is like, for example, Russell Westbrook, a front office show said, hey, we can't have uh, Russell, really? If anything, we need a shooter. That Lakers team, nothing against Russ. I mean, he kind of got set up for a a bad situation there. And, you know, I I, I think, you know, when Russ is in a good spot, he, you know, is in a good spot getting triple doubles. He's not doing very much like this season. And it's because of the Lakers, man. And, it's because of LeBron. And the thing is, too, is I, like I said, I, I think he's very a good player. We all know we're talking about. I'm going to try to say it less so you don't, like, get sick during the show. I, I think, <laughs> I, I, I'm cool, I, man. It's, listen, I'm halfway joking with about that, but I just. Yeah, oh, I was joking, too. <laughs> I called him. I called him. Honestly, I was on I was on with Chris and Rob one night. They had a Wednesday night competition call-in thing. They hit me up earlier that day saying, instead of just taking callers, do you want to come on and do this? We can, we'll give you three topics. We'll let you uh, give three topics. Oh, the hot and, seat. Uh, and then, yeah, I did the Wednesday night uh, competition. Of course, they always think they win, but I beat them. And funny thing, too, sidebar, neither one of them thought that Outback Kookaburra wings were good, and neither one of them have had them because, you know, Rob's a big wing guy. He always bets wings on everything. And I told him I would uh, that uh, Buffalo Wild Wings is Buffalo Wild Wings and Wingstop are both overrated, and Lemon Pepper and Garlic Parmesan are overrated. Rob went off. He lost his damn mind. <laughs> What? 
garlic parmesan vegan. I'm like, no, no, not with all the oil that's left in the bottom of them damn things. You got to go to Outback and get in uh and get some wings. But that night when we were on, that was after it was actually right after Kobe's funeral. And mm. this will sound like hater stuff too, but it's just the truth. I really disliked the way that he found some way to make the narrative about him on Kobe's funeral by wearing a hoodie or supposedly kind of sneaking in quietly and thing. I, and I'm not, and with the pushback, especially Chris, Chris, like, I mean, come on, VJ, you can't tell people how to sell, you know, how to more. I said, I'm not saying that, but have you ever in your life seen a big time celebrity funeral and one of the most known, probably the most popular person at that time slid and snuck it? Because at one point people started to say, what, where's who, where's who, LeBron. where's who? Nobody should be asking that at Kobe Bryant's funeral. Yeah. Nobody should be asking that at Kobe Bryant's funeral. I had a problem with that. Seriously, do I like I had a major like, come on, man. Like, come on, Stan. You you want to be seen any other time. You make sure you're seen any other time. But that day, and I and I I hated the fact that we started asking that. Just looked on, just go back at I was on Twitter and I'm like, and I didn't think about it because I'm I'm so hurt. So it's Kobe Bryant's funeral, right? And I'm scrolling and I started to see where's LeBron? Where's LeBron? And it made me go. Oh, damn, I haven't seen him. And then it's like, are you serious? I, I immediately knew. I said, oh, God, man. Like, see, this is why I don't like this guy. Call it what you want to call it. But don't tell me you you show up to Kobe's funeral and this hoodie over your head. Or you, whenever I guess they saw him, he was slumped down in the sea, almost like he was trying to hide. You know, so people would say, Where's, and I just, that was the last straw. That was the last straw with me. But And I said that on that Wednesday night thing. They both go, I don't think, come on, VJ. Even he's Rob? A, he's Even a Rob? Narcissist. Come on, LeBron? You know how, you know how much he did? Okay. Oh, God, here we go. Here we my go. Guy C- my guy, CB, is still defending LeBron. And, you know, my, our guy, Rob Guerra, on, at, at the pro- producer RG on Twitter, he'll be on the show Friday. Uh, he, he comes on, on Twitter, and he brought up a point that, you know, you know, Laker – uh, uh, my guy Ben Maller, uh, the overnight guy on Fox. He cut. He's a Clippers guy, and he. Yeah. I. I. I, <laughs> I try. I'm sorry, Ben, but yeah, I, I try. Uh, former guest on the show, but uh, I like, yeah, I like. I like Ben. Yeah, but I. Uh, he calls them Laker apologists, and you know some of Ben's takes are ludicrous about the Lakers. I will oh. say, but like, the, the some of them, you know, Rob G is what we call a Lakers apologist. Uh, you're fighting with Bo Benson on Twitter. Bo Benson, love you, bro. You're gonna be on the pod soon. You're a Laker apologist. And <laughs> even, even Rob G, Rob Guerra, the producer RG. He tell even him said, it. Tell him, Emmett. Give it to him, Emmett. He even said <laughs> that LeBron James has mentally quit on the Lakers in the past two out of the four seasons. When Rob G says something like that. I'm so, Rob, you're my guy, but that's when you know, man. This is this is some legit thing. And the thing is with LeBron too is, I think the front office is you. Like I said, that you know it's their job. Hey, for example, I'm you know I'll be LBJ and you know I'll I'll act as a front office. Hey, uh, I want. I think we should go after Russell Westbrook. If I, if that were me in the front office, I'd be like LeBron. I, you know, me me as Palinka, me as Bus. You know, people up. You know. The, the execs, the GMs, I'd be like, LeBron, 
nah, we got to, Russ wouldn't be a good fit for this team. We got to value winning. But then you're putting a predic- predicament with LeBron and, you know, he just goes somewhere. It's so like a, he, he's doing the ultimate finesse. But enough LeBron James talk. I let VJ have his master, his manip- master manipulator. And I was ahead. If you go to the Skip Bellis podcast, dude, I wanted to retweet that so bad last night. But, you know, you don't always have to take a victory lap on everything. I, you just have to know how good you are. Yesterday I tweeted, you're not in competition with anybody but yourself. You're not in competition with anybody. You have to beat you day after day after day after day to get better. So I'm, I'm learning in this industry, I don't have to take every victory lap, but I've been calling him a manipulator for like four or five years and skip and go back and watch it. It's on Twitter. He had a heartfelt, Skip Bayless had a heartfelt pound the table he's in the studio by himself it's actually pretty cool i like skip i know a lot of people don't i love the guy because i'm a i'm a sports journalist i'm a sports broadcast journalist i know journalist i know yeah i know his history everybody says some stupid everybody thinks that somebody there's not a person out here who everybody thinks what they say sports wise is all right or all wrong we all have people who don't like us we all have people who don't like our opinions but we all have people who love appreciate us and and listen and watch us so it, it goes all around. But to watch him do that the other day, he goes, he is now the master manipulator is what he is. He And, I'm dude, I've been saying that for like five. I'm like, dude, all he does is come in and manipulate. And the way I, I drew that conclusion was, you ever notice how he's everybody's friend? You know, like, like every celebrity, like every other athlete. It's like, bro, you're not. Everybody's not your bro. Okay, everybody's not sure because you love Johnny Manziel. And as soon as Johnny Manziel could cut in Cleveland, you definitely stopped following him. Like, so he really wasn't your boy like that. Like, like I don't that's like, your boy. You're your boys for life, man. That's- he's your boy for life. Exactly. Not because he hot for the minute and he kind of goes the way the wind blows. And he's learned now that he's so powerful. He can manipulate situations. And I will. And, I, and, and, and I'll say this on your 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 comment about going to the front office and being put in a predicament. You're so right, man perfectly stated very eloquently stated great job by you because that's how foolish the media and sports broadcast world has been that you've made this man so powerful that even the lakers might have to bow down to him and they did because the buddy hill deal was on the table signed still delivered dude you're not to give up he said no compared to west I got to say, compared to Westbrook, if you're trading Westbrook and Yield, I don't remember the exact details of the Yield trade, but you wouldn't have to give up nearly as much to grab Buddy Hill, no, too. No, not at all. And, and Buddy Hill wouldn't command $45, 46000000 million next year. And, yeah, and so Buddy, I, okay. Hill, Buddy Hill wouldn't be a player you would be forcibly trying to trade at the deadline and, pro- and most likely over this summer. It was just a better deal on the table. But he wanted a superstar name because he saw. Listen, this even goes back to Giannis's post game. Giannis, in my opinion, was talking to certain players where he said, "I could have went to super team. I could have went to another team and you know just did my part, won one, two championships. No, I want to do it myself. I want to work hard. Da, 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 da. I sat right on the sofa. I goes, "Wow, that sounds like he's talking to somebody." Like he was feeling himself after championships. Guys talk. Guys talk shit. That's just what they do, you know? And yep. that was his moment oh, yeah. to pretty much go, hey, I could have done with such and such is doing or such and such. I got two MVPs. I won a championship for a city that haven't won one over 50 years, right? You know, I I, I am finals MVP. I, they said I couldn't hit my free throws. Well, look what I did. Last two games. Tonight, 
of the 17 of 19. So hit my free throw. I mean, just he was talking some, he was talking that ish right there. Basically, the F you stuff. But I believe yep. there was certain people. And then right after that, you just started seeing all these big names. So I, the Rust, the, the Westbrook thing, man, was just it was a bigger name than Buddy Hill, but you're right. Buddy Hill would have been a better deal. And you're so right. I mean, God, man, he's he does have the Lakers kind of crumble down. I don't think they're on their knees, but I think they're got one knee almost touching the mat, like in wrestling when they lock up at top and they fight down and one guy goes back. And I think, I think they almost got one knee down. Yeah. And you know, I, I think we got to go away from the LeBron James talk yes. because we have, yes, we have, a, we have a lot more to talk about that, uh, to talk about on the show tonight. And God, we spent a long time talking about LeBron, but you know, Hey, we got to When, you know, that, that was my first, like, you know, VJ is my first guy I had the craziest hot take explode, but now I want to, I want to dive into something here that, the NFC West quarterbacks, uh, Emmett VJ with you, episode 31. Follow me on Twitter, Emmett NoC04 and VJ. Uh, you can get them at Husky Ent, E N T, uh, Husky, you know, H U S K E Y. Go check out his uh, work. Uh, you can search on Sports and Light Conduct wherever you get your podcast, uh, VSN Sports on YouTube. Go, go show them some love. All right. Now, the next thing I want to get to is. Uh, the theme of NFC West. Now we're going to start with Kyler Murray because it's a bigger story right now. Uh, but Kyler Murray, you know, this started like the week of the Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. And he basically was like, you know, he decided to, to scrap everything from the social media that mentioned the Cardinals. Twitter and the gram, he went through, did a clean sweep, Right. I, I'm going to give a shout out to something. I believe it was George Reister who said an hour after Kyler wants a big contract. And I went with that on this show, you know, record an episode the night that this all happened. Right. Mm-hmm. Three weeks later, early Monday morning, Schefter drops the official statement from his agent and Kyler's agent. Uh, it, it's a long statement basically saying, you know, given the demands that like what Kyler Murray and the Cardinals want, I'm going to go first on this one. And the question I'm going to pose, VJ, is does Kyler Murray deserve the contract? I'm a th- look. Do I think Kyler Murray is a good quarterback right now? I, I can agree. Has he-, has he had some bad moments? Uh-huh. But he's young, right? And do I think he should get that pay eventually in a year or two? Yes. The thing is with Kyler, and I said this on Twitter, I don't know if you saw it, is you know, his first year was so-so, right? Rookie year, all right, cool. Second year, first half, good, right? I was like, wow, this Kyler Murray kid, that, that, that guy can ball. That's the first half. Second half, gets injured. You know, his, his productivity goes down. Third season, which is the, the, the most recent NFL season. Kind of same thing happens. But the Cardinals, they did so good the first half, and, you know, they're able to kind of keep it together the second half that they made the playoffs, Right. He, he, we're not gonna talk about his performance. It, it was kind of embarrassing. And say, you know, I'll, I'll say this though at least Kyler Murray lost to the Super Bowl champions. All right, Ooh. I'll give him that. But the, the thing is, man, is when you want the big dollars that Kyler Murray wants, when you want that, you know, to happen, I just don't see how the, you as a Cardinals can give out that money. But what I will say is this. I don't even blame Kyler Murray for asking because quarterbacks get paid and now like everything's money in this league, right? Like, 
And I, I, I just think that Kyler, for me, I'd have to have him, you know, stay healthy a full year and kind of prove to me more. And, you know, a lot of people rip him for the playoffs. I did as well, but we do have to realize that was his first playoff game against the Super Bowl champions. If they got bounced second round, like it, it looked like they were about to, to Tom Brady, then yeah, okay. But, you know, now speaking, I mean, he did play against the Rams and they, they ate him up and he did, you know, say what I'll say about Murray, but I just, I'm just not buying a way to pay him. Right. You know, it's kind of like you're going on like a, a review and you're like, you know, you, you hire someone and it's kind of like a, a manipulative, man, manipulative situation. And you're like, all right, are, it's like, you know, I'll, I'll give, this is probably a horrible, horrible analogy, but I like analogies say, you know, you go on a website for babysitters, yeah. right? You <laughs> hire babysitters, right? And you're like, okay, we want ourselves a current babysitter that can, you know, watch my kids a couple times a week. And, you know, the reviews seem good. You know, you see something about, you know, a couple slip ups, but a couple slip ups happen, right? Uh-huh. You have them hired for, say, like three months, right? The first month and a half is great. You're like, oh, this guy's doing great, doing, you know, helping my kids. And then you start to see that lack of uh, productivity. Maybe something happened in the dude's personal life. I don't know, but the lack of productivity is there, right? And that, that's kind of what's like for Kyler Murray. But for Kyler Murray, it's that injury. Big money is a lot, especially for the Cardinals, because they have they have a bright future in one of the hardest divisions in the NFL. As a Seahawks fan, I could say that division is cuckoo, right? All of these teams, you know, the Seahawks are the furthest away from doing something, but all these teams have chances of pulling something. Obviously, the Rams won it this year. So I, if I am Arizona, I'm going to try and negotiate with Kyra. Hey, one more year, right? I just don't think he's earned it. And I think he could earn it. I just don't want to pay for a guy, give him the big dollars where I'm not getting him a full season. Okay. You know, one or two games, whatever, but he's, and also I will say he is a running quarterback, but still, I, I just think, give me one more year, try and stay healthy for the full year. And then I'll fold. All right. Uh, he said a mouthful there, man. Okay. So I, I'll, I'll start, I'll start with this. I don't, I'm never on the side of deserve. I don't like that word in sports when it comes to contracts, because that's not how the NFL goes. The NFL <laughs> goes by next man up and it's just always been that way. People don't like it. Stop paying the next guy, but it's never going to stop. It's just the mm. way it is. That matter if you don't have any playoff wins, doesn't matter what you're, I mean, of course, if your record was bad and your team wouldn't be good and you probably wouldn't be there. So, of course, you're not, Sam Darnold's not getting a big-ass extension, even though he was a top, he was a top 10 pick quarterback. You know what I'm saying? But Kyler Murray was a first-round quarterback. <laughs> he is, exactly. He's a first, I mean, Josh Allen, and look at the money that these guys are getting. Pat Mahomes, you have to produce, okay? But those guys, like, they won, like, like Mahomes. He won so young. It was about time for his contract to come around anyway, but because he won the biggest single game in all of sports, maybe other than the World Cup final, he won the biggest game in all of sports so young. By the time his contract extension came up, he was able to push it a lot further than it had been yep. from guy to guy to guy to guy with like what? Let's just say the last five to seven quarterbacks, right? Every new contract, they're the new highest paid quarterback in NFL history. That's what people don't like the label of being. But if I'm up next, I'm up next. Golf was up. Garoppolo mm-hmm. was up. Cam Newton at one point was up. Mike Vick, Mike Vick was up twice. Mike Vick got two $100 million extensions in his career. 
and Matt Ryan, like it's it's his turn. And now we're looking at we're waiting on Lamar. Lamar wants an extension. Do you not let listen? I'm done with this rookie deal. I've won playoff games. You guys, I'm your best player in your franchise. I'm the best player in your franchise. I want an MVP. It's time to pay me now. Same with Dak. I don't do I think Dak deserved 40 million? Probably not, but mm-hmm. he was up next. And they were talking 32, 33, 35. He's like, no, 40. You're going to pay me. And think about it. Since when have you ever seen that star quarterback not get that money? Like Aaron Rodgers, this story Mm -hmm. that come out from two very reputable football journalists, sports journalists, guys that I believe and trust, and and, and what they put out when they put it out, wants $50 a year. Someone, I I don't know if he's going to get it, but it's more yeah than no. Somebody's going to give it to him because if you want him – and he's coming back. That's just—I mean—he's going to come back and play for a different team. You get—you got to—you got to pay him the money, or he's not going to—he's not going to come out on the field and play. So with Kyler Murray, I don't like the word "deserve." It's just he's up, Emmett, and you have to pay the guy. They're getting better, but also let's revisit this getting better. Things have gone south, but they've also had some injuries to help those things go south. In his second yeah, year, yeah. his offensive line fell apart the second half of the season. So he was running for his life, and he didn't have time to throw the ball. Just look at DeAndre Hopkins' number. Speaking of D-Hop, who missed most of this year, who some people consider is the best receiver other than probably Devontae Adams in the league, right? Cooper Cup had a you know transcending-type year, but I wouldn't call Cooper Cup the best receiver in the year. He just had a very great transcending historical season. It happens in sports. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Chris Johnson, CJ2K. We see him run for 2000 having a historical season. I probably put him in my top 20 running backs of all time. So you can have that one year, but when you're the best guy in the game like D-Hop is, and he misses that, they had issues at the running back position. How many games did Connor miss this year? They've, you know, they've had some issues there on the offense that has helped to that offense not be able to move the ball and, and kind of go down towards the middle of the end of the year. So both the last two, three years, they made the playoffs this year. So that is a step forward. But why, 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 why have an unhappy quarterback? Why have a disgruntled quarterback who happens to have the same agent as the head coach Cliff Kingsbury? Yeah. Get, get him paid. Go like this. This way this happens every year. Pay pay him what pay him what's next. Pay him what's next. The next two years is probably going to be guaranteed. And then that third year, he'll probably have the team, the team option, and the fourth year will be his option. But that guaranteed money, it's got to probably be in the in the neighborhood of like one to one ten, one fifteen guaranteed of, of like a 130, 140, 50 million dollar contract. That's kind of what I'm thinking. It'll probably end up being. Yeah, I look and I, I hear you on what, you know, you're saying. I mean, you're you, you are quite right that it is, you know, the next guy up and it, it is your star quarterback. But what I'm saying is that's a lot of money. And, you know, this year, all right, get, all I'm saying is give it one more year. I'm not saying the dude shouldn't be. I, I'm not saying he shouldn't get that money. I just say before you go out and, you know, it's, pay this huge investment, you know, why not give it another year, try and negotiate with him, maybe, you know, do whatever best contract's even up. He's well, up. Okay, so, so let me ask you this. If you do that and he has this blowout year, you're going to end up paying more because if Lamar signs his deal and if there's a Northern quarterback like Herbert, Herbert, honestly, he puts up another season like he just did. He's going to want an extension next year, guaranteed. Mm-hmm. So now you're battling the Jackson contract and possibly if the, if the Chargers get Herbert done before you get your guy done, 
So now you're battling even more. You're probably paying 10 to 12 more a year than you would have, because that's what happened with Dallas. If Dallas had to gave Dak the contract when he first asked for it, a year and a half to two years prior to that, they only would have had to probably pay him about maybe 28 to 29 million a season. Instead, they waited, gave money to Zeke, gave money to Martin, and gave money to a defensive player, and then they had to pay him 40 million. And guess how many playoff wins you still have uh, to go for it? Zero. zero. So, yeah. and 11 million? Don't think 11 million, dude. You could cut three players and save 11 million in cap space. <laughs> so that's a lot of money. I'm saying it because that's a lot of money. It's not like, oh, it was only 11 million. No, 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 no. Dude, you could cut three your guys. You got three guys and save 11 million. That's a lot of money when you're talking NFL cap. So, uh, yeah, that's why I say you have to, you know, you have to pay. Yeah. And I, you know, you are, I mean, it's just, I, I just have to question stuff, man. And, you know, with his, and I, I do think, you know, he is going to probably produce more. Then you know, because every year with Kyler, it does like that first half is impressive, and then you know, injury to him happened, and it you know, yeah, it wasn't the best luck for the Cardinals, but yeah. Uh, now I, if I can I, ask you a quick question, do you think what do you think they need to, to, to get better? If you were there, if you were a fan, and you were like, man, I, I want my I want the Cardinals take care of this Kyler stuff, but we need a such and such or such and such, what, what would you add to that team? Um, that's a good question. I think that receiving core is really, okay. uh, really good. That you know, you got you got uh more. Is that yep. Ron Damore? Uh, yeah, Ron Damore from from Purdue. Yeah, Christian Kirk, yeah, D Hob. Yep. You got James Connor, who I mean, yep. he he's still you know he, he's a there. You, if you could get a better running back, why not? I mean, for for Kyler Murray's play style, right? Uh, I, I I'll be real, like their lines, you know, I, I, it's good, but. When you have a, a quarterback like Kyler Murray, I feel like you have for him to be capped out at his, you know, max success, right? Yeah. Yeah. You you got to do your your part to get as close to, or if not, the best offensive line you can. Because look, he's still gonna perform well. But can you imagine Kyler Murray with the best line in the league? You wanna? Not, I don't like hot takes. I don't like. I don't like takes. I give. I give. I call them out on the limb opinions and our. But can or, you, you imagine? No, just imagine Kyler Murray with like. I got say, a better I, one for you. I got a better yeah. one for you. Hit me. Dude, you hit, the reason why I asked that question because I think they need a different running back. Connor's Connor was banged up too much. I, the last I, I, that's what I, I did allude to. Yeah, that. I didn't say yeah, that yeah no, no. That, I, I agree with you. I, I would probably go running back. But here's a scenario that no, I, I mean, if you've heard it somewhere, let me know. I have it, but I was thinking about this the other day. If the Giants say, you know what, we're going to move on from Saquon Barkley, which I think they probably should. And I called that coming out of Penn State. I said, he's Kajana Carter, guys. Trust me. He had a blowout rookie year. And everybody goes, oh, look, look. I said, yeah, go back and look at Kajana Carter's rookie year for the Bengals. And then look what happened after that when he got hurt. But I think sometimes with injury, you need a change of scene, scenery. And, you know, they're talking about possibly bringing Trubisky down there with Dayball and you know, okay, so then your Daniel Jones is going to be done. You might need to reset a lot of that. And and I think that if they were to say, you know what, we're going to cut him. He's still on his rookie deal. He hasn't made big money yet. We're going to cut him. But if there was a team that would say, you know what, we'll take a look at that. Maybe a two-year show-me type deal or a one-year show-me deal. And for him to get out of his head of his injury and get back to possibly being that rookie Saquon, Arizona would be a perfect fit. Could you imagine – RPO with him and Kyler Murray. Oh. And then those receivers that he can pull out and throw the slant to or throw the quick out to or pump fake and bootleg the reverse way and throw on a flag pattern or 
I mean, it's the offense, and you got Kingsbury, so the offense there, I think I would go quarterback. So I, I, that's your division, your big Seahawk. I just wanted to know if you were a fan and you wanted to do something with them, what would you do? Oh, me, you, mean, you mean running back, right? You said quarterback. Yeah, running back. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, I, think running. I think their defense is great. I, I love their I, defense. I'm, I thought, uh, I wait. I'm with you, man. I, yeah, I thought JJ Watt was a bad signing, but I don't. I don't like veterans with just mm. names. It just rarely works out. I I couldn't think of the. Maybe you got a guy, the last defensive star, who was late in their career, signed with a contender, and it it worked out and looked great. Could you? Can you think of a defensive star late in his career that's every time that happens, it, it just doesn't work out. You're old. You know what I'm saying? You've been injured. You've had surgeries. You, you know? could say okay. You could say Von Miller, but that was a midseason trade. Yeah, that was a midseason trade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and they, Von, yeah. Remember, Von missed what he missed like 15 games last year. Dude, like he was he missed most of all last year was because he's coming back off of an injury. Before that, yeah. he was still a 12, 13 sack guy. Yeah, JJ Watt, that guy, he's been injured since you know he started. Yeah, <clears throat> and I will pose this too as a Seahawks guy. Okay. Uh Chris it, Chris Carson is in the same kind of situation as Saquon. Where when Chris Carson's there, he's good, but I, you know, kind of like Saquon, I, I can't trust him to stay healthy. And you know, just we saw Rashad Penny last year. If he could stay healthy, I say we get another guy. But if you know the price is right, maybe flip Carson to the Cardinals, see what he can do there, and then if you can somehow keep Connor, you know, I, I it would just be cool to see kind of same situation because Carson and Barkley have both had injury riddled uh, careers. Well, I, I know Carson personally up close and personal because he's at Michigan before he transferred from there. So um, you're right. When he, when they're there, they're 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 good. But the best ability in life, not just sports, in life, the best ability is availability. You just gotta yep. be there. You just gotta be there. I learned that as a dad. You just gotta be there. You know, honestly. Then there's a lot of stuff that comes with it, but for the most part, you just gotta be there. So neither one of those guys. I mean, with, uh, like you said, with Chris, he's just. He's just not healthy. He's just not there. It's, it's the same really thing with April. You get really spoiled with beast mode, man. You get mm-hmm. really spoiled. It, sh- it also shows you, too. And it- Dude, Chris was so good. Oh, he was when he was there, he was good. Yeah. Yeah. But, but he got hurt. Yeah. And look at Rashad Penny now. And that's kind of the same thing. It, like same we thing. saw Rashad Penny last four weeks. Like yeah. I, I said this on my podcast. I said this to, you know, people on Twitter. I, I think I tweeted about this. So, uh, yeah, it was where do you want to see Rojo? And I said, I, what I do is move on from Carson, keep Penny, and then have Rojo, right, for a one-year deal. If we can trust Rojo, or if we can trust Penny to stay healthy, then we don't bring back Rojo. I, I'm just not buying that Penny can stay lo- healthy for a full year. The guy's glass, and it's the same thing with Chris Carson. And Penny, to me, was better in the, the I know it was four games, I know it was short, but Penny was better to, than me, to me than Carson was but it took him a lot longer to come out and be a good running back. You, you probably won't like this because you're a Seahawk fan. I thought a year ago I would have started to break it up and redo the team. But Pete Carroll's in the 70s. Um, I, I'm not sure oh. if you want to go ahead and slide in. Ken Norton Jr. is your next head coach. He's been there with him since SC. There's your head coach. I, I want him on some other team. I thought he should have got more interviews. Uh, I think it's about time. He's been a defensive, uh, a defensive coordinator, defensive coach, assistant coach, linebackers coach. Like he's. Well, they did fire it. him. They did yeah. say. No, no, I, I know. I'm just saying. I would just, I would just. Yeah. I'm surprised he just didn't get some, um, some, uh, some opportunities. And I think Carol. I think Carol. He's on. He's on the downhill. 
And oh, I okay. The, you, the whole I, okay. Sierra Wilson thing. Oh, I mean, I'm sorry, not Sierra. Russ, that's his name. Yeah, she's the wife, but he Who? acts like her. Uh, yeah, yeah, but he acts like her. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I think uh, that I think when all that started last year, they, the front office should have really looked and said, "Okay, this is not trending in the right." Like in the NFL, I don't believe in holding on. I don't care if the Miami Dolphins have to reset every three or four years because eventually, like every franchise other than Cleveland and Detroit, they'll get it. Even mm-hmm. the Jet, we've seen the Jaguars who've only been in the NFL since 1994 playing two conference championship games in our lifetime. Okay. Yep. We, I've never seen the Lions or the Browns. Oh, I've seen the Browns. I'm holding up the room of the Browns in the eighties and the early nineties. I've never they were seen co- the Lions. They were close really last won. year. And then, yeah. You know. But so, so everybody's going to get a shot to get good sooner or later. Cause that's just the way parody and NFL uh, work out. So, but I don't like holding on. And I mm-hmm. feel like the Seahawks, are holding on and it's only going to hurt them down the line. You, you saw how fast the Legion of Boom went away. I mean, it was three or four years, man, of just dominating secondary play. And then Cam Chancellor hurts his, uh, Cam Chancellor hurts his neck. Uh, Browner, Browner leaves and goes to New England. Earl Thomas gets hurt. Then it starts to show that Richard Sherman wasn't really that great of a corner that he thought he was. It's like, no, you play with a great front seven and then you play with three other like all world type, defensive backs you don't even follow the, the receiver across the field you play one side it's a zone it's a pete carroll zone everything in front of you defense so you can yeah you can go get interceptions because you can you see the ball every time it's not often that you're going to get beat so if i was i thought seattle should have started to try to redo it like a year or two ago and i think now if you have to trade russ it's just going to put the team in a bad in a bad predicament man now you got to find a quarterback because you don't have a backup that you really trust but you still got good you know receivers I'm not a big Metcalf fan. I think he's kind of a one-trick pony, and he's a diva really fast. That's really fast to become a diva in the NFL receiver. Big body. He, he reminds me of T.O. He reminds me of a young T.O. off and on the field. So I feel what you're saying about Penny and, which, and running backs and stuff, but I thought Seattle should have started to reset it. And this whole rust thing, like I guess today there was a quote that came out where I love it here. I want to be – see, I don't like that. Bro, bro okay. Move, can, I, can I please sure. – Sure. Take this one away. Uh, I'm, I'm going to give you my thoughts on what you said first. I said, you go. Go ahead. I said this on Twitter. I think to me, if I could find that next Pete Carroll replacement, I want him gone. He's going to retire on you soon. He's old, right? Yep. If he, like, Younger coaches are the way. We know that. Yep. The, the, the past like couple good, good head coaches are young. Why not say bye to Pete? And if we're talking, I like Russ as a player. It, it, and I'm just starting to get I, – I used to, like, really be a Russ fan. I, I, I'm a fan of his work on the football field, right? I'll say that. He – talk about manipulation, yep. right? This is <clears> – <throat> I'm going to get a lot of hate for this from my Seahawks fan friends. I don't care. This is starting to turn into a minute – okay, Russell Wilson, you know, delete some of the Seahawks stuff off, you know, the gram, right, and Twitter, right? Yeah. D- didn't scrap off, but some of it was gone. Right. He has even had the Seahawks in his Twitter bio. That's what I was looking for while you were talking. I, I believe he used to. And um, he also, Daniel, come on, say, oh, I love it here. Pete Carroll, man, it's so good. <laughs> and it's just like, dude, make up your mind. I'd rather, me as a Seahawks fan, I'd rather you be like, I'm unhappy than doing this, you know, dancing around thing. And it's just like, come on, man, just. May, I mean, part of this too. I I will he's say, he's a diva, man. He's a diva. Part, he's part of this, a former hip hop R and B 
you know, mogul part of, okay. type chick, man. He's a he's a diva, dude. I've heard people say, and and I and I'll throw it right back to you, but I've heard people say, man, that he's fake. People mm-hmm. in the end, like journalists in the end, people that have been around and say he's fake. He knows when the camera's on. He's very Chris Polish. He's very Chris. And if you remember within that locker room, dude, there were people who didn't like him. I know Percy Harvin's camp, and I was very close with that situation that broke off in the locker room. And Russ had something to do with that, but they always covered it and never used his name in it. But and I'm not at the position to throw stuff like that out there. But we all know that something happened with Percy Harvin and the locker room in between Russ and between Richard Sherman and yada. And who was the guy? Who was the guy that was cut and shipped off? Percy Harvin. And Tate. Oh, Golden Tate cheated on Russ's ex-wife, right? Is that what? Is that? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, the chick with the the chick with the big open mouth smile the day he got drafted. Yeah, and uh, yeah, about Russ too is. I you I I do think like it is a camera thing and it's just Russ he's 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 a goody goody <clears throat> and when he goes to the he he's he's not gonna you know he's not gonna be like LeBron rare he's gonna just be pull LeBron and just mope like he like uh the circumstances weren't there for the Seahawks I, I will say he got hurt but it's just like Russ be real if you want to stay in. There a lot of these signs too. I will say our point. Some of it's just the media. The media, like Aaron Rodgers, we can say that's the media. Like that, the media over overreacts to things. And you know, at first I was like, "All right, this is weird." When he called out uh, the, his O line on the Dan Patrick show, what? I was like, "All right, that's weird." And then I think he realized that, hey, you know, nothing's gonna happen. You know, he's like, "I'll give it one more year." And now the, the line got worse. So he's just like whatever he calls out, you know. Not now he just he's just doing his thing where he's just fed up. It's just like, dude, the Seahawks just make up your mind. And if you know, the the whole thing where too, I don't know if you remember this, but he go didn't he, his agent name these teams? It was the Raiders, last year, last Broncos, year, five, five teams. Your VJ's Dolphins, and then he's like yep. Saints. No. Yeah, I, I didn't want him there. I definitely, I definitely, one hundred percent did not want him there. Arnie Spanier, I think, said that too. And yeah, um, I don't want to know. I don't want him in my. But Arnie changes his opinion every two weeks. But you know, <laughs> Arnie's but, my guy, man, because he let me take the show over when I did the show with him when I filled in for Aaron Torres. He he uh I, he I, honestly I think he was tired. I think it was a long weekend for me. He's like, you know what? Ah. You know, it's my first time working with you, man. I, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you rock tonight, man. I'm gonna let it in my head. I'm like, hey, cool. and I did. Because it was the night of the, it was the night of the Wilder, it was it was Wilder Fury two. It was that night because we had it on in the studio. Oh, oh this is so yeah, and I just like you know, and then Russell's like, oh, this Denise, I could be wrong because there's so much. Like I said, a lot of this could be the media and just Russ hitting his wife, you know, that that whole situation. Uh, but didn't he say that like, oh, I never said that. I never said those teams. Yeah, was that just and, uh, he put it out? Yeah, he put it out. Yeah, so it's just like I I'm getting really mixed vibes, and we we had a topic about Russ, and we we kind of we didn't have to like transition, it just came up. And it's just I honestly, if you want me to be a hundred percent honest with you, I couldn't tell you what's gonna happen with the Seahawks. I like I I think Russ is a yeah, I, I like what Russ does on the field. It's just his antics, his personality is just like I couldn't tell you. What's gonna happen? Because guarantee in a couple months, what I will say is he I won't be shocked if he did the 
everything's cool here, man. Yeah. Uh, well, he, like I said, he's a guy that knows. And he's a goody uh, goody. So. Yeah, yeah. But he's not a see. That's the thing is, I had to he's learn so in my life, Emmett, to be to be who you are, man. Because he's it, not it who is he day, is. Yeah. He's not. Yeah. It's like I said, when the camera's on and stuff, you know, and it and he's living this. He lives. He has to live this kind of lifestyle because he's he's married to uh, a former. R&B pop queen star and shit and she she still definitely wants the spotlight like I didn't I didn't like all the uh all the I know she's got a kid by future and then you're bringing him the train oh did you did you hear about I I gotta I gotta say this um did you hear you know I I I listen to rap I know you you mess with it too the future was at a part Drake was invited Russ and Sierra to a party and future was there and like they had to leave and it's just like I just gotta say, Drake Future. They they made features, future feature. Uh, I, I feel like they're gonna be at a party. I feel like Future is gonna be at Drake's party. So I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I try to stay away from that part of sports uh, gossip it, it, and shit, man. That's it was, why it's it because funny, I, I, yeah, I know, it, it, and it is funny. It's like I love Kanye, but I don't. I, I got tired of watching his videos of him trying to drive around to find his daughter's birthday party and stuff. It's like, man, keep that yeah, stuff come on, private, man. bro. Like, for real. I, I get it. I do. But when you're in the line, you have to keep yourself relevant. And social media is powerful. Yeah, social that's what I'm saying. Social media has made people poor. Social media has made people rich. So it does. Social media has ruined people's lives. It, it's done all that. And it's, it's tremendous. And it's, li- it it's made some people's lives better. Yeah. And I, I, I tell, I tell Rob Parker this all the time on the odd couple. I don't know, you know, so Rob's old, so I don't know if he understands, but of course he's he, old. He watches golden girls every night. He yeah. says he watches an episode. A night. Every whoever, even, you know, you know, it's kind of, you know, they do their TV theme Thursday, whenever it could be our guy, Taish, the vegan, it could be, I will Sam, whoever Don, they always play the golden girl for Rob. I'm like, yeah, God, this every guy's, time. Yeah. yeah uh, did you see? Did you hear the Betty, episode? Man. Did you hear the episode where he actually taught Chris, or where Chris thought it was a good idea that they actually would sing the whole song? Yes. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So uh, enough for a part. But I always tell him on the Odd Couple, look, do I think people should go private with this stuff? You know, like maybe Russ goes in and says, "Hey, man, are you we need better offensive line." Yes. But are people gonna do that? Where's my buzzer? If I had. A, if I'd, I think I actually had T-shirt play the buzzer. Uh, no. <laughs> and yeah, it's just not going to happen. And, you know, like I said, a lot of this stuff with Russell, I think it's the mix of, you know, pop star wife and the media and him being him. There's a bunch of things that play into this whole situation. But we, we got a lot more to talk about VJ. Emmett Douglas, VJ, the vanilla one, Husky in the building. Uh, yes. why, don't we di- why don't we dive into something that you brought up? And I, I actually think we're going to agree on this one because uh, uh, the Warriors, man, uh, I know they just absolutely choked and gagged against Dallas. I was watching that game, BJ, and I'm like, oh, this sucks. Oh, my guys, Covino and Rich are on. Why not listen to them? And then I hear Covino and Rich say, oh, Dallas is coming back. I'm like, what? The Warriors just, yeah, it, it was bad. Luca lit him up. And they're choking. They're choking right now. They're down 113.94. They're threatening my under on the 237. They better not score no more points, but they're, they're, uh, yeah, man, they're getting beat by, they're getting beat by almost 20 at, at uh, on the road in Minnesota tonight, right now. So it looks like back to back losses for the G State Warriors. I, th- I, I think our opinion is going to change because <laughs> I, I know you, you're, mine won't, mine won't, mine won't, but go ahead. No, but so, no, I, I was kind of trolling there. But the yeah. thing is, is, 
obviously Chris Paul is going to be out six to eight weeks. Your boy. Just kidding. That was a joke. Um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I love him. Yeah. I love him like I love the narcissist. <laughs> but the question that you post to me in the notes, I'm going to let you go first since you pose this one. Do you think in these, do you think the, the Warriors can catch the Suns? Go. Well, I got a few bets that they do, so I got to say, yeah. But, um, look, I, I think they need Draymond back. And and I'm, I'm kind of, I don't want to say I'm happy that he's hurt. Like, I'm, I'm happy he's hurt. But I, I am happy that they had to go through this because for for a long time, man, people who didn't like the Warriors and don't like Steph, they tried not to like everything else around him. And Draymond's been one of those guys. Oh, he wouldn't be nothing on another team or he couldn't lead a team. Or he, it's like everybody's not meant to lead a team, but he is the best defender in the league right now. He defends everybody and he's a great offensive distributor. He's averaging like eight, nine assists. Like he was getting it. And like in, eight, nine man. boards. Yeah, exactly. Like almost a like triple 10 double. Points. Like, yeah, yeah, almost averaging a low, a low ass triple double, but it would have still been a triple double. Like it would have been like if Robin did it, we'd been like, oh my God. And Robin's the best. He's the greatest rebounder I ever saw. He had like seven title, rebound titles, six, six or seven. But they, they're missing Draymond. I, Clay, um, I'm a call and play. I'm a call and play. He's got to still get going. But the, Steve Kerr still has done, has done such a tremendous job mm-hmm. with this team. For the last three years, he's really just had Steph and Draymond's now missed a lot of time last year and this year. And Steph mm-hmm. missed almost half the season the year before. Yeah, so, the, 20, the COVID year, he had the broken hand. Yeah, the, or... the COVID year, he broke his hand. So it was, it's, it's been a season for them, man, that I, Steph has really held us together and, and, the tr- and the coaching job that Steve Kerr has done. With Look all at Andrew Wiggins, all-star all starter. Dude, not mm-hmm. just Wiggins. Think about They've been taking pool. And if it doesn't work, they move on. They had D'Angelo. It didn't work. They moved on. They brought in um uh uh, uh Kelly 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 O'Brien Kel- the kid from Phoenix. Oubre, every, the, the, Oubre, the, yeah, the handsome bring, guys everyone says on Twitter. They bring him in, don't work, move him on. They oh they're gonna move that pick, they're gonna trade that pick. No, they're gonna take the 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 young best second player in the draft who they think is Spiceman. Bring him in. He hasn't even played this year yet. He's in the G they're League. Still, Didn't still they call him up? There's still a yeah, I think they pulled him up because he was scheduled. No, he might still be down there, but I know he was scheduled for five on five contact like two weeks ago. So he's he's coming back, but I, I that's why I say my opinion doesn't change. In the NBA season, man, where you're great and you're missing players some nights, you just have nights, you just have strings, string of games. Listen, they're beating Dallas's ass, they just fall apart. Tonight oh, yeah. it looks like tonight it looks like they just kind of got wired to wire, they just got taken wire to wire, uh, and they and they still may be feeling some remnants off of what did happen to them uh, uh, Sunday against Dallas. So Dallas at the Lakers tonight, I took that five and a half, that five points. But I, I, my opinion doesn't change about them. I think they'll be fine. I Do I think they'll catch Phoenix? Uh, like I said, I got bets out there that they do. But if I'm being honest, no, I not, no, I don't think. They'll. Even with Chris Paul gone, Phoenix will have to fall apart because Golden State can't lose games like this. Like they just had it down to four games. And and in mm-hmm. in three days it's right back up to seven. Because if they lose them, they lose them tonight. It's already at six, so now it goes back up to seven. So they're in a they're in a bigger deficit than they were when Chris Paul before Chris Paul got hurt. When Chris Paul got hurt, six and a half. You've added a half a game to that with just like what 22, 23, 21, something, something like that. Games left in the season. So uh, my bet said that they will because I don't want to lose that money. I want to look right, but my basketball mind and heart says no. Nah, they, they'll pull within three. And I think that's mm. the closest they get. Yep. Yeah, I, 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 you know, put this on Twitter too. I said, watch, you know, 
look at the Suns when they had. I, I, you know, obviously can't watch the game because then you, it would, you know, pick because I'm blind. It would pick up in the episode, but can't really. But the Suns, man, they, 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 they lost back to back for only the third time this year, and that was without Chris Paul. And Sarah, I know you don't like, and we're, you know, we don't gotta get into that. But, <laughs> uh, but, uh, um, what Chris Paul, he was grabbing me like 14 and you know points out there. But it was, I, I think it was for me like more of the the assists and like the leader, you know, getting, you know, doing a thing, just distributing. Kind of like Draymond, and I think too with the Warriors, I am I'm a big Steph Curry fan. I'm a big Clay fan. I I I'm starting to really like Jonathan Kaminga too, and I I think you know you bring those points up. I think you are you know right, but I think the war the Warriors are gonna they're gonna go you know they're gonna have their moments. And the thing is too, the Suns they lost back to back, so like but I I could see a couple of these teams having a little a little bad uh bad part here and the warriors always like you said you said it perfectly and i can't disagree the warriors always find someone new right yeah delo didn't work all right cool uber didn't work all right cool now look at him curry is balling you got clay coming back and he, he he's still putting up 17 but he's not like 100 percent clay yeah. jordan pool sick grabbing you 16 points a game yeah. andrew wiggins 17 made the all-star game uh did his probably one of his better career years. You got Jonathan Kaminga, who's starting to emerge in February. A, ro- a rookie. Yep. A Jonathan Kaminga. And then the, yeah, Kaminga averaged what? I, I think I retweeted this 15 in February alone. Yeah. He's, his season stats aren't that impressive, but in February, he's kind of exploded. And I think the Warriors always find someone new. I really like what the Warriors do. I, I like what Steve Kerr does. I love Curry's style. I know a lot, you know, old heads kind of rip the what Curry does, but I, I, I like the style, man. And with, and it's not that the Suns are a bad team. It's just without Chris Paul, you know, like we, the, the, that game against the Jazz, like they were just outplayed because they didn't have like that Chris Paul, you know, dropping dimes. And that, that in the later season, that could happen. But the thing is with NBA predictions, you, you might disagree with me on this. It's, this NBA is so hard to kind of to get your you know head around because and it's just so random what could happen. Like right now, the Warriors are getting mollywopped by the Timberwolves. I mean, what's the score of that VJ as we're recording this? Is it 124 107? I'm I'm ticked off because they just went over my 230. Uh oh no, they're right at 231. 231 was the over under. I went under on the 231. Wait, are you so. watching the game or are you just refreshing the scores? Uh, both. I have I have other computers. I got other laptops. I have two laptops in here and three phones as my setup. <laughs> That's yeah, my man, setup, I, man. Yeah, I got. I always got to keep my eyes. Plus, I got some hockey games tonight, and uh, there's a lot of hockey on tonight. So, uh, my Pistons did cover, so I appreciate that. One sixteen. Detroit. Yeah, one sixteen, one thirteen at the Wizards. The, the spread was three, so they covered. Rob and I both put that in our best bets tonight. Shekel City. Yeah. To cover that. Yeah, with the Pistons to cover that three points. So, cashed in there. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Going, but the. Yeah, the Warriors, it's now 108, 222 left in the fourth, uh, 108, 124. That game's over. Yeah, it's just like uh, the NBA is just so hard to, you know, kind of wrap the mind around it. I want to go over to this one, VJ. Okay. Another another good thing you pose. Are the Grizzlies a for real team, man? Do you think the Grizzlies? Because I'll say this. 
I think the West is kind of, I mean, the, we got the Warriors, the Suns, the Grit, and man, John Morant dropped a 50 burger last night. John Morant has been on a tear. Yep. Uh, Desmond Bain, too. You got Steven Adams, who's just getting you a, a low key double double, you know, getting like eight, like eight and nine, seven and 10, something like that. Yep. And the, the team's good. I, I just feel like Jaw is just, man, imagine if they had like another, like, and oh, yeah, I got JJ, uh, Jaron Jackson Jr., too. Um, I, I just, I think the team is good. It's just with that Western Conference, you got the Warriors and the Suns you got to worry about. Clippers, they could get healthy. You got also got the Jazz. The West, the West is like really wide open, and I could see it. I, I wouldn't be shocked if the Grizzlies, you know, pulled some craziness and did something, you know, wild and made, made it, do, did something, but I wouldn't be shocked if they lost either. And I, I think they the Grizzlies would fight very well in a in a series. Uh, I I think they would, but it, it's just that that West is just so wild, man. What are your thoughts? Wild Wild West. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, Wild 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 West. I used to live downtown. Yeah. Um. All right. So so let's start here with the Grizzlies. All right. So let, let's just start with let's just start with John Morant. And I'm I'm going to take a hard stance on this because I don't I, I hate prisoners of the moment. When it's something we've seen before, okay? I understand. I, I watched the game last night. Great performance. Great performance. Electric, exciting, <clears throat> whatever adjective you want to use today. The catch and shot on the baseline from the out-of-bounds throw from the other end of the court by Steve Adams, that's, that's pure poetry, okay? I get it. But I've seen Jean Morant before. His name was Tracy McGrady. His name was Vince Carter. His name was Kobe Bryant. His name was Allen Iverson. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I've seen Derrick Rose. I've seen guards come into this league and do everything he's doing. He's not done one thing that I looked at and go, man, I never – I've seen – 15 years ago, Kobe was catching alley-oops and spinning 360 and laying it off the glass. Kobe was doing that. That's nothing mm-hmm. I haven't seen before. Is he a young, great player? Yes. And I don't know if he's a great player. I just know he's an exciting player. He's damn that good. That's what you can say. That jumper's got that's jumper's got issues. He's gonna have to fix that. He's not a great three-point shooter. Gonna have to fix that. But right now, it's all athleticism. It's all driving to the basket, and I get it. But we said the same thing about Giannis. Giannis came into the league and was once 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 he figured it out, picking up his dribble from the free throw line, two long steps, long extension, slam dunking on everybody. We've seen this type of excitement before, and they're a second-round team, and they better watch themselves. Even in a, even in a, I have the Western Conference uh, stands right here, but even in a, even in a first round, they better watch themselves. They would play a team like the Nuggets right now. They're the three, the Nuggets, and the six. You're talking to Nuggets. Now say, now say Murray's back. You're talking about the Nuggets with a team with an MVP and Jokic. They were embarrassed by the, the Suns last year in the Western Conference Finals. They, they, they would, they would know what it would mean to go on the road and have to try to split in, in Memphis. And you have this young Memphis team that people, I, I don't like to say, uh, you know, they're so young. They, you know, they're, they're playing so loose. Losses are losses. Wins are wins. What does, what mm. does our guy say? Sports has a short menu. Wins, yep. losses. I added on to it. Uh, uh, appetizers are practice and training. Desserts are championships. That's the sports menu. It's not just wins and losses. You need some appetizers and you need some desserts. But the meat of it is wins and losses. So, they don't have experience. They don't have anybody that's ever been in the championship. They don't have anybody that's ever been deep into the playoffs. So when it gets tight, I'm going to go with the squad that's been there, 
the squad that fought that fought the Lakers in the bubble to a sixth game. And if it went for AD hitting that three to win game two, remember guys, that that that's a one-one going into that game three that you know that 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 they won and then they lost game four. I think they won game five and lost game six or lost that series in six. Or I think the Lakers might have beat them in five. But it, I don't think they're a championship team. I'm not, I'm not buying them as that. I'm not buying them as a contender. I'm buying them as a young, exciting team that's got a young, budding superstar who was taken second overall. So it ain't like this guy was 26 or 29th or second round or undrafted. He was taken second overall. There were debates that New Orleans should have taken him over Zion. Remember that. Mm. There were his actual. It wasn't just a foregone conclusion. Zion was number one, but Zion had the marketing. Zion had the name. Zion came from Duke. Zion, it, look, look now. Yeah, Jamal, like, uh, John Morant came from Murray State. Murray too. State. Now, that, that's mid- nothing he, compared to Duke. He exactly came from a mid major, but he, you know that. He, so it's not. He's not a bologna sandwich on the counter with no mayonnaise. Been sitting up there for three days with no cheese, no lettuce, just stale meat and bread. That's not what John Morant is. People thought he could have been the number one overall pick. So he's a he's a really good player. But I, I've seen him before, and I've seen this type of team before, and this type of team gets to second round, fight through the first, but gets to the second round, man. The second round, mm-hmm. they're not better than the other three top four teams in the in, – in, yeah. in the, not in the seven-game not in the seven game series. So am I buying him? No. Is Ja a really great young, excited player? Yeah, but he's not a great player. He's a highlight guy right now, and I've seen, and I've seen him before. Yeah, and I, I will say, too, it's just, I, it's just like kind of – like I, I just have that feeling – that's a, I, I won't be shocked if they did something and you kind of with the uh, Warriors earlier, but my basketball mind's like, you know, young team, we got, you know, a team like the Warriors, you know, if somehow they get to second round play the Warriors, they got a team like the Jazz, right? Like you got these teams, you got, you know, if they, if everything stays, you know, where it is, you got uh, three and six nuggets. You don't want to, you don't want to face Jokic. No, you don't want to no, no one wants to fit. That's a, and I, I I will say this, whoever gets that third seed, and if the Nuggets do say at six, or whoever gets the Nuggets in general, as a better way to word this, <clears throat> I, I, I just want to say, um, man, you you are in for a tough first round. They, that that would be the one with the Nuggets, where, you know, whoever the Nuggets played, that team, I'd probably, I'd be, that'd be the most likely to see a first round upset for me. And it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and it wouldn't be an upset because, like, I, you know, the Nuggets are a good – they're just uh, – imagine if they got Murray back too, which could happen. Exactly. exactly. Could happen. They don't, even, they don't even have Murray. And then also – Because the season ends, like, April 14th. Porter Porter Jr. has just yeah. been cleared for contact drills and contact practices too. So they're getting him back before – I'm pretty sure they want to have him back and have him ripped up for the playoffs. So you're not getting – you're not getting the Nuggets you would play right now. And look. Let's even swap spots. Say the Nuggets make a move and they're tied with the Mavs. You want you want Luca in a seven game series? We've no. seen what that kid can do. Your young team, he's young too. But I'll take in a game, in a series between them two, whether one was the three or the other was the six, it wouldn't matter. I would probably still take the Mavs because I'll take I'll I'll take I'll take Luca who can do it from all parts of the floor. Ja is kind of a just a penetrator, explosive to the rim, in the pain, second in the league and in the pain points. But if you put a wall up there in the playoffs, remember, it's a seven-game series. You put a wall up there in the playoffs and you don't get that. That jumper doesn't start falling. Now I need Bane. Now I need these other guys that, once again, have never been in those situations before. Now you're asking them. And Luca was down 3-1. 
in the Mickey Mouse AAU bubblegum uh, AAU tournament they had in Orlando a few years ago. He's down three one and came back and beat a squad. So we've seen we've seen Luca do it before. So even mm-hmm. at the three, you don't want the Nugs or especially a healthy Nugs. You don't want uh, that. Yeah, and it's everything like you said. You know, MPJ is getting cleared for gun for yep. contact. Yep. We saw what MPJ did, man. And if you get Jamal Murray, we know what Jamal can do. We are we yep. know what the Joker can do. That Nuggets team is crazy and. You know, and they, you know what uh, else they would do? They would take, they would take, oh man, uh, they would take Gordon because Gordon is a great defensive player. They yep. would take Gordon, and I think they would put Gordon on Ja. He's bigger, Ooh. he's strong. He can body yeah, why, him. Why yeah, body, I would. Body Ja. He'd he'd guard him more. He'd guard him more times than anybody else. I definitely would. He'd guard him more times than anybody else. Bigger, stronger. He, you know, you're gonna get beat on some plays. That's basketball. You're gonna get beat on some plays, but for the most part, seven games. I'm going to lean on you. I'm going to bump on you. I'm going to, you, you, cause you, you don't know what this is. You ain't been here yet. You ain't been to this yet. And teams only get you for a night. And by the time they figure out what they can do to you, you already got 40 on the board and there's three thirteen left in the third quarter. This game's over. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, I got you in. We got anything else on this topic, or you want to hit something? Uh, else? No, no, no. I just, I, you know, I, I, like I said, I've just, I've seen, I've seen Ja before, and I'm not trying to diss him because people think that's. Oh you know, no, yeah, what I, I, yeah, I've I will seen say him before. He, yeah, he's not like a different, like you know, like a a Curry where you know something different. We've Jaws, you know, kind of like a Kobe, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, so you get just, this kind of guy like every four or five years in the league. You get a guy that comes in, a rookie. Who's crazy athletic and Jokic is different. Remember Anthony Edwards. I I think I think Edwards could be a a Ja kind of player in a year. Remember he's just he's just in the middle or finishing up his second year. Ja Mm -hmm. Moranton is third, so he's just a year back. But playing with Cat and playing with D'Angelo really opens the floor for him. And there's some nights you watch him play, you go. Man, if he had the ball in his hand more, and really ran the offense, man, that kid. Or when he goes. Did you see? Like I remember that though. crazy. He's had some crazy posters too. Oh, Anthony God. Edwards, and yes. he's on my. And when he goes off, I've been fancy basketball. He goes off, man. He's, yeah. <laughs> he can ball, and uh, yeah. so he, that that's a good comparison. And you know, Edwards could be like yeah. John. And the the next thing I want to dive into, you know, okay, we've been kind of getting you know serious going back and forth. Worst sports moments, if any. Now, I'm sure everyone has, you know. If you fall sports and you personal have... or just everything, uh, it could be both, man. I, I, okay, I was okay, kind of okay, leaning more cool. towards I, I'll personal. I'll just make it sure. I'll just make it sure. I, but I, I'm down for both, man. Let's do it. If we're okay. talking, I'll, I'll start with personal. I'll go first on this one. All right. I think for me, um, the first thing personally, this one stuck with me for a, a while so it was hard to recover from and it was when the 2014-2015 Super Bowl <laughs> last couple minutes against Tom Brady my Seattle Seahawks were so close ever so close to being Tom Brady were on the one yard line bad play calling you have beast mode beast mode yeah. you throw the ball and it's a pick Tom Brady beat the Seahawks. The Seahawks could have won two in a row with that Legion and Bo- Legion of Boom team. I don't know if you know it. it I, I feel like it could have changed not legacy of Tom Brady because Tom Brady's Tom Brady. Like we know what Tom Brady does. But I feel like a, 
other thing, Pete, the Seahawks could be more respected. Another one I have two is probably uh let's see here let's see up uh, man just being a trailblazers fan and just seeing that team just get molly in the first or second round like do you i remember one of the games too i posted uh on instagram when oh this are you a trailblazer fan we've never told trailblazer are you a trailblazer fan yes sir no oh, okay wow. yeah so what okay. happened was um what i was gonna say is like it was, you know, around, you know, obviously playoffs were pushed back. So it was on like June last year. That one game where it was them and the Nuggets, they were going crazy, right? Like, oh, that was their best game. It's just that all these great games, you know, went to overtime. They almost beat the Joker. And then it's just when they're good and then they'll just collapse, choke. And you're like, oh my God, you're getting blown up by 30 in the playoffs. What is this? Like, and also, that was, yeah. that was a good series, though. That I, oh man, year. I was entertained, and as a Blazers fan, yeah. the the pressure on them was nice. And overall, worst sports moments as of late. Uh, I I mean, we we bring up the Nuggets, Jamal Murray getting hurt. As a, that that one comes to my mind, and a lot of these worst sports moments are injuries, and also like now, like we have this whole MLB thing, like it, it it's just. A, a bleep show um to yeah. say the least it's yeah, bad it's horrible it's horrible it's horrible it's right horrible. like it it and i remember you know memes on twitter last night of oh it's two in the morning florida time where should they go to eat like if they were going man these guys are going i keep they, telling baseball peers baseball's dead man nobody wants to listen yeah i i i just like started to kind of watch it a couple of years ago and i i, I enjoy it but it, it's just not I, I, I enjoy the game too. I still go to the batting cages. I have a bat and ball and glove in my car. I go to the batting cages still. I play baseball, but the major league baseball only. only it's because Manfred. It's because Manfred. Diehards, diehards pay attention during the regular season, and everybody else watches the playoffs in the World Series. That's it. It's Manfred and man, man, Manfred, man, and it, also too. Uh, I I make this joke on Twitter because. Uh, Ben Maller is one of my guys. I'm a, I, I like the Mariners. I go to their games because they're in Seattle. This is like 45 minute drive from me. But I'm like a. Are you I, I make a uh, yeah, it's T Mobile uh, Park now. I was just there. Uh, I was there for the Mariners Blue Jays game. Uh, you go to some cool stadiums, man. When you think about it, you go to Seahawks games. I've seen your pictures. So you're at Quest Freaking Field. It's women now. They, they, they'll, they'll change the, the OG names. Oh, yeah. I do. I, I still stay. Listen, I still call Miami Joe Robbie, okay? Like, I'm not changing. Yeah, I still it's still staples. I'm not calling it crypto. Yeah, crypt. did, did, did you see what I saw? I tweeted on Twitter. Uh, it was, you know, during the Lakers Clippers game. I said this crypto.com arena thing just doesn't ring well or something no, like that. Oh, it does it's crypto crypto cryptocurrency.com. Oh my god. Arena. That, that's yeah, so yeah. That's just too much to say. It's I yo, like staple center. Staples, staples, you know, yeah. Uh Fenway. One word staples. Fenway, you know, you know, the big house, yep. horseshoe, you yep. know, just there's certain stadiums, Alton there, Stadium just, and Eugene. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Alton, Alton. Like, I've been there, man. I've called the game. Me too. There. I, I went, oh my game, God, it's beautiful. Oh man, just the vibe, the vibe. Right. And it's so old school. The stadiums is like Michigan, it sits almost ground level and it goes into the earth. So you have to, I'd stayed up top. I was not walking down there. I was like, nope. <laughs> 
I have to turn around and walk back up. When you stand at the top and you watch people walk up at like halftime, they have to go to the bathroom or after the game, everybody's like, whoo, uh, man. Oh my God. It's because it's it's crazy. It's a crazy uh, walk, but it's, a, you know, again, a beautiful stadium. But yeah, you get to go to some dope stadiums, man. Yeah. I, my goal, I, I've been looking at tickets, uh, the, the Seattle Kraken. That a, a hockey game is just I've never been, but like from what I've heard, it's just it would just be crazy. And I've you you uh, yeah, from what VJ was saying, a lot of you you probably think like I have like season tickets. This year was really the year that like I started to get hit the stadiums. Like the I, it was a COVID year. I think not having the stadiums, I think that's kind of what made me realize how cool it was. And even yeah. you know I'm in high school going to those games. Like I have videos on Snapchat of me just in the uh i'll probably post them later actually because we're talking about it <laughs> I, I have videos of uh us just like you know everyone like the student section those are wild it's so fun and like just yeah. being at a game i mean i don't you know obviously i don't get to pay like you know attention like as i were prepping a show but we're in 2022 we got highlights if it's an important game you know if, if like that seahawks lions game meant something i could have gone back and rewatch the highlights you know recorded on dvr as you do and, <laughs> and pay more attention took some notes but like yeah. just being at the being at the par- the ballpark the stadium the arena wherever you get to go it's just such a good experience and being hype about your team even if it's not your team like i i i would still go to a game you know for i don't know like blue jays like nationals or something like that or like yeah. clippers like clippers wizards or Clippers sixers i'd still go to that game but it's just the experience of getting to the ballpark, getting to the stadium. That's fun. Uh, another worst. Are you a hot dog? Are you a hot dog or a peanuts guy? I like them both, but I, I'm gonna go hot dog because a good ballpark hot dog is man. Like Mar- Mariners got the, the the good dogs, man. And the um, <laughs> I'm a peanuts. I'm a peanuts guy. Oh, you know, I'm not even for like the hot dog. Yeah, cool. Peanuts. Yeah, cool. Because I like them both. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get me some garlic fries, man. The, the ballpark fries. Oh, but see, Dodger Stadium doesn't have that, man. I'm out here in LA, and the only game I'm not. I'm, and I've been when I went to Anaheim, we tailgated, so there was we got so full and so drunk in the parking lot. You don't even <laughs> want to eat anything. You know, you yeah. don't even want to eat anything once you get in the stadium. So, but I, uh, yeah, I'm a peanuts bottle of water. It's hot out here, so I'm a peanuts, a couple of bottles of water. And I say, I'm at the end of the game. I want oh. the shells at my feet. Like when I stand up, it's it, like, oh, you know, it, you, I crunch into it. There's so many shells on the ground for me, peanuts. Like the road, like these like roadhouse restaurants. And like, I think five guys used to do it. And where, where they that you could throw the peanuts in the restaurant. I, yeah. I love peanuts. I was so yeah. hyped, but I, I yeah. just like to, you know, trying out the different hot dogs. Like I can go grab peanuts right now. Like I can go to the local Chevron. Not, not, not like from the ballpark, man. Come on, baby. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that to the ballpark. Peanuts, and what I will man. say, okay. What I will say, I'm a disc, disc T-Mobile park here real quick. You, okay. Fun. Really good. I went to the Oregon Ducks, Oregon State Beavers, you know, the Civil War. I went to Seahawks Lions. Got, got drinks from both those games. I got drinks from all three games. Yeah. The two, the Seahawks, the football games, I got these cool cups. I, I should, I, I could have brought in for the episode. The binary top about this. I got these cool cups, you know, kind of collector's items. All right, cool. A memory of going to the game, the Mariners game. I got a paper cup. Like I, I get these cool Seahawks cups. 
And like, come on. Money. It's saving money, man. It's saving the they're Mariners haven't for... been they haven't been good, man. They're not making a boat, they're not like making a boatload of money over there, you know. They I gotta... bet yeah, I bet Dodger Stadium. They I I when I older when I'm older and you know work in the media, I'm probably gonna you know go out to one of the bigger cities and I I I want to hit Dodger Stadium just for like the they give kinda... something away every game. Every game is something. Oh, they Dodgers are loaded. Like I if yeah. like the Dodgers, yeah. like the Yankees, and going back to worst sports moments. Yep. Man, oh, why are all like not like personal? Like, okay, it's like Seahawks Blazers, but why is every like overall worst sports moment MLB? The Astros in 2017, that whole scandal, that was horrible. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't mind it because I know it was good talk radio. The, ah, yeah, they weren't the only. They weren't the only people. Oh, listen, I'm on that side, man. They're not the only people. Yeah, and it's kind of like the PED argument too, where it, yeah. I, it, where look, we. Uh, a lot of these guys, like uh, Big Poppy, David Ortiz tested positive, but Bonds got in the hall. Never officially tested. Like it's just you. We all know every player in the '90s or most Big players. Big Poppy in the 90s. got hit twice, bro. Like there were two allegations and two times. Dude, against yeah, Big and every, Poppy for dude, PEDs. Not, I, I'm gonna say this. I, I, I wasn't alive in the '90s, but from what I've seen, what I've researched about the era of PEDs, mm-hmm. I. A lot, you know, when the players got popped, they got popped. But I'm going to say 80 to like 95% of the guys were doing some sort of steroids. Absolutely. The absolutely. There were, there were, there that's were times you, that you hear stories where they said they were, you, teammates would see other teammates inject, inject, you know, themselves. Yeah. That's, yeah. It's just like, come on, man. And, you know, Barry Bonds never officially, you know, actually was positive. Like, I'm sure he did it, but it doesn't mean it's, 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 having Ortiz test twice, come back positive. It's just, but, you know, Big Poppy should be in the it shouldn't be. It should. It should be Barry in the Hall of Fame, man. It's, sorry, we just man, Barry we, Pete Rose. Nah, we can go that route, man. Barry Pete Rose, um, uh, Clemens. All those guys should be yeah, in the uh, Hall. So man. All those guys should be in the Hall. There's yeah baseball, and I but, once again, I some, played okay. the sport. I love somebody baseball. said this perfectly on Twitter. I I it was a lot. You know, it was like in January. It might have been our guy, uh, Rob Parker, but someone said perfectly. If you're describe, if you're looking and if you're talking about the MLB in the '90s, what's like the first things could come to your mind? Pete, Sports. besides like players, exactly. Sports. It describes the game. The MLB never did anything to stop it, so it's just like, come on. Yeah. So why? That's why it doesn't like it doesn't like the only thing. The only the only PEDs I don't like is basketball. If you use them in like basketball, like contact sports, right? I think that's cheating. But PEDs mm. in baseball to me was like, I, you know, I mean, I'm pretty sure there were guys on PEDs who didn't hit a lot of home runs or mm. couldn't hit a lot of home runs and tried. Like they tried to take the PEDs to hit a lot of home runs. And guess and what, failed. ladies and gentlemen? Guess what, boys and girls? <clears throat> excuse me. They failed. They didn't. They didn't. So it didn't really work. You already had to be really good. And it mm-hmm. kind of just situated it and, uh, you know, just put it on a different level. But it didn't kind of like if you want to harm your body, uh, if these PDs are like really bad, you know, if you want to death yourself, it's do different. it. It's different nowadays. But by that time, I mean, look, Marion Jones went to prison for it, man, for lying about it. That just be mm-hmm. on Capitol Hill in Congress talking. about it. it was just a major, major waste. But I agree with you, man. And I won't even go too long on PDs or the way I feel about baseball, the Hall of Fame. I love the sport. I played the sport. I watched the sport with my sports betting company now, Husky Bets. I'm I'm gonna be watching more and more games. I'm gonna be putting bets out there, picks out there every single day. So I I don't mind it. So I I just wish baseball would just get there. You know what together mm-hmm. and, and um and just give us a, a product on the field, man. Do it right. Like your best player shouldn't be just hitting out here in Anaheim. 
you know, where, you know, people don't really, he's not a star. Like he's out here in LA, he's out here in Anaheim, he's out here in Hollywood. And Mike Trout might be in the hundreds as far as the best stars or biggest stars in LA, but baseball doesn't promote him enough and he doesn't rip around and come out enough. So you're not going to get, that's why you keep getting all these, these work stoppages and unions because they're always trying to mess with the money or mess with the deals and stuff that's going on. But you can make up that money if you started promoting the game better. So I, you know, but I'm with you on the whole steroid thing. Those guys should be in, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's BS, man. I'll leave it there. It's BS. Yeah. And, uh, Hey, are, are the lake? It's it's that time. Are the Lakers? How are they doing, man? I, I'm, they're, I'm down sure 10, they're down ten already, man. What I tell you, what was going to happen, Luca? Well, I, 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 I agree with you because I, I mean, if you're going to yeah. lose to the freaking Pelicans, then you're going to yeah, lose to they're Pelicans. covering, sorry, they're covering, dude. they're covering tonight, man. LeBron yeah. started. Uh, your the narcissist started at center. So I mean, I know you said you said you said the L word. If I was on yeah, the radio, I know, I I said done the L that. Well, but... by accident. I know. I'm not even going to look at their numbers. I'll go over here to Dallas. <laughs> He's got 12. Brunson's got seven. Then what he then what he's gonna be good. Coming over from that Washington trade, he's gonna fit in really there. But yeah, Luca's already Brun- Luca's already I, got 12 in 12 minutes, four and nine from the field. They're already down 10. I I I had to say, you know, going off on a, a side side note here, which we're we're doing a lot, but it, it's kind of relevant. J- our guy Jalen Brunson, man, he uh I was it was the Mavericks Warriors game, and the sideline reporter was talking about she asked him, Are you the second option? He said, I'm not worried about that. I, what I'm worried about is leading this team properly. I want to be that leader. And I think I am that leader. It's just, I, I, I respect the, I, I respect that man. And I can't, that's the kid from Villanova, correct? Jalen Brunson. Yeah. Brunson, yeah, the guy, you, you just said his name. Seven, he is like seven points right now. Yeah. Yeah. Quarter. Yeah. 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 From, but I want to make sure I was talking about, I watch so much sports. Sometimes you forget really quick where a kid winner, especially with basketball, but yeah, uh, he went, yeah. Villanova. I'm, I'm thinking he might've been on one of those national championship teams. If I'm not mistaken. But anyway, go ahead, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jalen Brunson, I'm pretty sure it's Villanova, and the time the time does match up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The time does match up. Sounds like I think he did. Yeah, I think you're. I think he was. They won two. Jay Wright won two. They beat Carolina and then they beat somebody else. I forget. Was Michigan State? I I forget who they beat, but they won two. And I think Jalen Brunson was the guard. Because Chris Jenkins was the guard on the other team. Mm-hmm. He hit the three at the buzzer in overtime to beat Carolina. And then I think Jalen Brunson was the starting was the starting guard uh on, on, on that team. Yeah, because no, Brunson's been yeah, you're right. Cause Brunson's been in the league, what, three, four years now? Like okay, three? so then that was so then that is Jay, that is Brunson from the, he didn't win a uh, national championship. Yeah, I think we could be complete, but I'm pretty uh, he's been around a while. Just, you know, and yeah, you, you're you are right about Dimwitty, man. And that that guy kind of for I, I I forgot he existed until Sunday because he you know been injured and then went to Washington wasn't really yeah but but he but he oh, but remember when he was with the Nets at one point too and he, he was, was good. very effective he's very effective for the Nets man he's a player he's not a I, star I, he's not a one but if you put he's, him he's, with he's there to players, get you what he he's there to get you you know some yeah. solid minutes some solid points and do his job yeah. that's why he's he's he not defi- like yeah he does his and see and 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 if you don't if you don't mind just for sixty seconds. When you talk about guys like that, as Shaq likes to say, the others, you got to get the others involved. He's a guy, you need those guys to win championships. And that's why, in my opinion, there's only three teams that's, that can win the championship this year. There's only three. I know we mm-hmm. want to think it's more, but it's not. It's three teams that can win the championship. One's from the West, and the other two are from the East. It's not two teams in the West that can win a championship, boys and girls. There's only one team that can win it. There's a team that can get there and they got there already. And what happened? They got, they lost in six. 
They, 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 that's not a championship team. They're a regular season, really exciting team. But yeah. There's two teams in the East, I think, I think can, can win it. And the, but to do that, you need a Dinwiddie on your team. You need a, you need those type of players. To it's win a cool name too. Dinwiddie. Yeah, it is Dinwiddie. <laughs> 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 it makes me laugh now when I say it, like, like, Dinwiddie. like, uh, like nuts. I'm so immature. I'm so sorry. <laughs> me too. So hey, immature. hey, you know, know, I'm in high school. Nuts. I'm so immature. Man. Or, or like far, yeah, just like, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like if somebody's got like a jar of nuts and I'll, you know, like a friend of mine, if you go to work or something, you're hanging around somebody pulls the- out a jar of nuts. I'm, I'm the immature grown man that'll look and go, hmm, see you enjoying <laughs> your nuts there. Hey, hold <laughs> Just bought a whole jar of nuts today. Just, just or, or, nuts. or it's no. like you know when uh, someone's like, "Yeah, I, got, I have ball. I'm touching playing with the balls." I'm like, "Oh, you're oh, playing yeah, with the ball, exactly. man!" Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or when guy, or when friends say anything like, "Don't talk about desserts around me," because the con- the comedian in me comes all out. Like if you say, uh, "Oh yeah, man, that's bomb with some whipped cream," I'm the guy that goes, "Oh, where you want you want you want whipped cream? You, you, you want to elaborate? You want to elaborate?" <laughs> Did you want somebody to put? Well, you want one of us to put whipped cream on you? You said whipped cream, bro. I'm just talking about what you and I and, and I had a friend going against, and I still to this day, this is like four years ago. He won't talk about hot dogs with me because we're on the phone. He's oh, I, I, man, I got a story for you. If you talk to Rob G and the vegan closely, if you can text him right now to have yeah. him like find this for you, for it's a drop in the system. Our guy Rob Parker. <laughs> was in new york right. and uh, uh this is so fun. this is my favorite drop on fox Sports radio right now he had a, a hot dog for lunch and uh our guy our guy teicher our guy the vegan baited him to say i have a glizzy in my mouth yeah <laughs> my guy if you can if, if you can i can dm alex on instagram to just to tell because he he'd know exactly what you're talking about it was and then he's like, and then you know, even Bruce Hart was like, "Ah, I know that that sounds a little funny, Tyshirt. Make the DJ Tyshirt. Make sure you save that." And yeah. you know, they, they let it breathe, and then it's like Rob's like, <laughs> "Yeah, no, no, I, was- I, no, no, I got a, I got a, no, I'm sorry, that one was good. I got a better one. I'm sorry, I do. And you, I, I honestly believe you'll agree with this. Talking to a homeboy of mine back east, he's out running around errands, and I'm out running around errands. We're just catching up on the phone." Yeah, and he stops by Bodega back in the hood where I'm, I used to live in Connecticut to get hot dogs, and uh, <laughs> he goes inside and I hear him order them, and he, he ordered two footlongs. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so when he's done ordering, he's like, "Yeah, hey, hey, hold on for a minute. Yeah, let me get let me give da 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 get his order." Then he's like, "All right, yeah, like five ten minutes. All right, I'll be outside. I'll, I'll come right back in." So he goes outside. He was like, "Hello." I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "All right, I'm outside waiting on my food." I was like, "Uh." It's two foot longs, huh? He's like, yeah, yeah. shut up, baby. Shut up, yeah. baby. Shut up. I was like, just two. So two, you could take two foot longs? Like, that's how much? Not one, not so, two. or not, two? Not one, but two? Like, you two foot long? He goes, yeah. Goes, you know what's funny? Good. Ha, ha, ha. Joke, joke, joke. He goes, I, I, I know this. I'm about to have 24 inches of dog, though. I was like, hold <laughs> up. Hold up. Whoa. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold up. Wait a minute. You're about to, What? Because he thought he was like showing me, like, oh yeah, oh yeah, he, and he kept playing Whatever, himself. About to have. So now, so now, anytime he mentions food, anytime he mentions sausage, hot dogs, kielbasa, anything, oh, he oh, I got food, it. dude. He won't I, even take a picture of the dogs and the sausages and send that. He crops that out because I always go, yeah, 
because you just like 24 inches of dog in your mouth like i don't <laughs> oh so uh ben mauer our guy uh you know but oh yeah and i will agree with you but what makes the rob i have a glizzy in my mouth is the um the accent in that it's a drop saved on national radio that's what makes it good and ben mauer during the deshaun watson you know era saga all this it, it you know he i don't know if you listen to ben you you, you know if you know how ben talks you know yeah. yeah i'm not good at his impression but he was like the kill the kill boss he 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 got a little he, he his sausage was uh is out there you know he, uh, he liked having a <laughs> the johnson which that i oh man i i God. use that i i think i use it in my podcast actually i was trying to i was trying to keep it professional but it, i mean i'll say this though like what the deshaun watson that that's kind of sus but still like ah oh, man how do you yeah it's just the way the, the analogies and I'm how so much mature. food i'm so mature, how much so- you, you know even in the the Mauer militia the most loyal fan base in sports radio uh they will tweet to ben when he does a deshaun watson Mauer monologue and he won't you know like lately you know that the details haven't been, you know, out. It's just been, you know, more like logistics. Like, he hasn't had to use kielbasa or the sausage or the hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, bro, I don't... I'm so mature when it comes to that type of stuff. Dude, I'm always going to do the the frat boy... If, uh, if you can... Boy, you know, sophomoric-ass joke. I, I just... If am. you can... Next time you go to the uh, Fox Sports Radio Studios, if you... Depending on who's on the board, if it's... If you ever are in, you know, later, uh, our guy Roberto, Ben's guy, yeah. ask him to show you all, all the out of context he has for that show. And tie shirt right. too. Uh, right. I will Sam. Next, there, there's some that you're just like, oh my, like, and then sometimes they'll edit them together because there's like two part, you know, two seconds I need apart. To get, I need to be more loose when I go in there. Broussard, Broussard likes cutting me off, man. I told him last week when I was on the phone, Rick, Rob, Rob's trying to make my LeBron point. He kept over me. Rob goes, you see me, man? You can't get a word in. I deal with it five days a week. I said, yeah, well, he cuts me off when I'm in studio with him, so I'm used to it by now. Yeah, dude, just, a, the, man, I, I always get, I love, you know, the the sound effects, the drops, the radio, yeah, man. Yeah. Like, I, I know it, it's kind of, you know, we're going to, I also have Iowa Sam this week getting, coming on your guy. Uh, you've worked with him. Yes, sir. Uh, the pride of Iowa. Um, the but pride, he, no, I saw that. I follow, I started following him on Twitter too. Yeah, he 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 has some funny. He, he he's a good follow at Iowa Sam ninety nine. But okay. um, you know, I was you know, whenever he, I don't know if he did this with you, but he started to do this where he'll be you know they'll have like the big intro, and it's like you know here's you know VJ Husky and Aaron Torres, and he'll be like you know the guy will start whoever you or Aaron will be like welcome to the show, and they'll start playing the clapping sound effect. Like yeah. the, you know, the big, you know, crowd, like applause. I'm like, man, that's, <laughs> I, if I had a soundboard, uh, you know how much I, I'd use it every time I have a good point. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, let me tell you what you can do. Let me tell you how you hood rig it. The way I do my sounds is I have a Bluetooth speaker right here. And then I have sounds recorded into my phone. Mm-hmm. So oh, I, I, I actually phone, have a soundboard app on my phone. But... Yeah. And so exactly. So, and then this is my Bluetooth speaker. And this normally just sits like right here on my dashboard or right where people can hear it. That's where the music plays from. That's where my callers call in play from. So, I mean, just a little, a little hack there. You don't actually need a soundboard. It looks good, but there's other less expensive ways to be creative with your own show. 
Yeah, yeah. And then I, you went off on a big tangent there. Emmett Douglas, VJ Husky. Now, the problem with the, you know, usually the trade deadline, the NBA is just a flop. Like nothing really big happens. But this year, our, our wishes were granted. Uh, this was actually a really big trade deadline. But the main trade we're here to talk about is I'm sure you guys are like, oh, I have to hear about this again. But, you know, it's good talk. James Harden and the Ben Simmons, James Harden trade. Now, who, you know, who, who's going to win that, whatever. I Man, look, I'll say this. James, we've seen James Harden in the Sixers the past couple games. We got James Harden, Joel Embiid, who j- just on Sunday, 23, he went like to the foul line like 27 times at least. So it was crazy. But, you know, that I just had to put that in there. But they got that big three, big four with like, uh, why am I? Oh, uh, what's that guy's name? I, I got the shooting guard. Uh, you got Ty, uh, Seth, Curry, Seth Curry. No, on the Sixers, you got Harris, you got Harden, you've got Embiid, and the other guy. Not is it, Ma- is it Mackey? Maxi? Matt Tyrese Maxi. Wow, that was, that was a horrible. Yeah, there you go, Maxi. You, yep. you, you know that they were they were all just balling, man. It's just like, do I think? Look, my thing on Ben Simmons is that system is perfect for him. Like you got Kyrie, KD. Kyrie's coming back yep. very very soon. And you got to have him full time. And who knows when Ben Simmons is coming back? Apparently, it's like back soreness now. But, you know, Ben Simmons, he just has to f- distribute the ball. He has to feed it into Kyrie and KD when, you know, they're back at full strength. And this is a, you know, I, I think the, the winning, you know, who won this trade is kind of weird at this point. Because, look, ne- we haven't even seen Ben Simmons, Kyrie, and KD play yet. I, but, but I can give you my thoughts on the trade. That, that's a thing. I, I liked the addition of Seth Curry on the Nets. Andre Drummond, he can go in there, get, do some dirty work, grab you some boards, you know, block a shot or two, you know, drive into the paint, throw it down. Yeah. Ben Simmons, he's going to be there. You know, he can get like 13, 14 points, but he's going to be there to be your distributor, play some defense. He's 6'11". He can, he, he can body. Um, but it, it's a different role. I feel like because you got Kyrie and KD who are like elite scorers and even Seth Curry who can ball. You don't, you don't need Ben Simmons as your second option like you did in Philly. So I think it, it, it could be a better system for Ben Simmons. Um, James Harden, I, I like that even more, but I'm not going to say winners. We haven't seen Kyrie, Ben, and KD play. Like I said, what James Harden, Joel Embiid, and uh, – Tyrese Maxey and, you know, Tobias Harris have done has been fun. You know, they've been balling. But, you know, man, if Jay, what I'm worried about is something going wrong chemistry wise with Harden and Embiid in like a year and like a whole other thing happening, a thing would happen. And I do think the Sixers could, they could make a, a little bit of a run in the playoffs. It's just that, that East is more to me, just, I could see the Sixers winning it. I could see the Nets. If everything goes their way, I'm not gonna say they they're like I I believe it might have been Bruce Hard said oh they, they, that could go that could win it all but um <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah I I just think has he heard you do that shit yet? no okay he, I've he done I've, heard you do that yet? I I I just found that today I've never done that before until now oh my god dude, I, I, I I I've done the Brock Parker on high pitch 
I've smoked a lot of cigars in my life, so my I can't my I can't. Dude, I've done I've shit. done the uh I've done the Rob Parker on uh him uh I, Covino and Rich uh <laughs> their producer a spot was like that that's that, that, that one's really good man that yeah, uh, did, did Rob, Rob Parker call into the air. show I did Rob on air too with with Chris Chris is like that's a pretty that's a good Rob Parker but I <laughs> that's a good man. Rob Parker impression of VJ yeah, yeah. Vanilla Brother <laughs> yeah Chris Broussard is a very Oh distinct. my god, you gotta do that one. <laughs> man, the, I, the DJ Tyshirt's off again, Rob. Man, this guy he's he's betraying us for the herd. Hey yo, hey yo, may add in you acting like because I and he knows that I dislike so much when he goes, you I'm like, stop with the you acting like I'm not acting like anything. You I'm acting like opinion. You acting <laughs> like he you know he all that like man, stop, bro. Stop with that. Stop it. Like. I'm not I'm not acting like anything. I'm giving my opinion, yeah, he says that, and I, I texted him the other night. I said, man, can you stop with the, you acting like, I'm not acting like nothing. I'm giving my opinion. If you add that acting like to that pitch, but anyway, anyway, go ahead, man. I don't want, I don't want to hog up the show. Go Dude, ahead. yeah, I got it. Big, Bruce Hart's too big time for me. If I could get him on here, oh my, that'd be fun. I I, I, I got I'll help. I'll help you. I'll help you get him on one. I'll, he might do it one time. Uh, he's only done my show... Rob's Rob's done my show like 15 times. Dude, Rob is a dude. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta text him. Like, yeah, Rob Rob keeps it a butt, man. Tell him, tell him him and VJ hit on the Pistons tonight, too. Make sure you add that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll, I'll do it because his DMs aren't. I've already tried, man. His DMs aren't open on Twitter. So I'm gonna tweet him publicly and be like, hey, you know, I'll I'll say that, you know, you and VJ both hit on the. The Pistons on the tonight, pistons, man, and then the pistons, you'll yeah. come my podcast. I'll, I'll make it open. I'll, I'll take Rob, but yeah, Rob, Rob would do it, dude. Rob's such a talk about <laughs> talk about like he, he's one of the most funny people you like ever. Oh, no, no, hold on, I hate to cut you off. You have to go. Look, oh my god, wow! Here, Luca throws down a dunk on oh. Dwight Howard on a putback. Dwight's waiting on a rebound. Somebody just put it up on. Uh, Somebody just put it up on uh, Instagram, and Dwight goes to get a rebound. Luca climbs his back with one hand and dunks it over the. Oh my god! And they're down fifteen. Oh, by the way, they're down fifteen at home. Man, I, after home the show, time. I've I don't know if I'm gonna turn the game on. I, I yeah. it's just it's just so I I can't watch like the Lakers without being like this is. I'm done. Sorry, I told I, you, man. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done with them. Uh, uh I I agree with you. I like the trade for the Nets more. I thought I thought Philly giving up Seth is going to be the move that they wish they didn't have to do, but I get why they did it because if you want Harden, then you 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 have to kind of give up Seth. Yeah, if you want Harden, you have to. So especially if they say that's what they want. So I think that's why the deal works out better because now you have Seth, you have Joe Harris, who's also a three point uh, marksman. You got Easy Money Sniper and Kyrie. You got four three-point shooters. They probably won't be on the floor together a lot. Drummond gives him size. Uh, it's an athletic <laughs> size, too. He's not just a statue seven-footer that's going to – he's not He's not Bogut. You know what I'm saying? It's like you didn't get an Andrew Bogut. You got a 6'11", 6'10", 6'11", guy with just athletic ability, broad, can go get you 15 rebounds, block two or three shots, 10 shots at the rim, and he's athletic, so you can run with him and use him on the pick and roll. He's not Lopez. He's not shooting threes, none of that. So I think that helps him, too. Um, I would love to think that I think, and also too, my man Afro Reed. Shout out to Afro Reed. I think he plays home games because this is just the process. They just lifting, they just lift the uh, mandate and the rules a little bit, and then the restrictions yep. a little more, and then they'll do it a little more and a little more. And by the time we get to the playoffs, 
trust me, those are politicians. That's a business. The Nets are a business in New York. There's going to be somebody that gets in the right ear, agrees with the right promise, and say, hey, listen, we need to lift this. We need this guy on the court for the playoffs. We can't just have him on the road. Like, you're affecting business. You're affecting mm-hmm. sponsorship money. You're affecting a lot of things going on in the city with that team. But I just think it might be a little too late. Simmons has the back soreness. I love his fit. He doesn't have to go score now. He could just. That's what I'm saying. He's first team all defense. Remember, two years ago, he's first team all defense. First team Ben Simmons was. So you got a long 6'11", rangy guy on the perimeter to defend with with Durant, who's playing much better defense this year. Durant's playing much better, much better D they talked about. Durant was playing this year. And, you know, you you have, and isn't it, aren't they, oh, no, it's Philly that's going after DeAndre Jordan, but I think DeAndre Jordan's done anyway, but Doc had him with the Clippers. So that, makes, bad, bro. that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Actually, DeAndre used to date his daughter before she married Seth. So they, they you know, they know each other, know each other. But I, I don't think either one of those teams come out. I think Brooklyn can come out if they get it together. I just think they may be late. I still think the team to beat in the Eastern Conference is still the Bucks. Because full and healthy, you get Connaughton back, you get Lopez back. They just have a lot of weapons. And I'm not a Bobby Portis fan. He's almost kind of corny to me because it's like he's trying to make himself maybe into like, like the next Rodman or something possibly with the hype into the crowd. I like it organically, but it seems like, dude, you don't have to flex and yell at the crowd or stare at the crowd after every three-point shot, okay? Like it's – you just hit them. Just keep hitting them. But I think the Bucks are still the better team. I think the Nets won the deal this year and for the long haul because Philly had to give up Seth, and I just don't think you can replace that type of shooting. And with Harden and Embiid, you know, it's going to look great in the regular season, but when you get to the playoffs and it comes to a team you're playing in a, in a seven-game series, you gotta, you're got going to have to adjust. And we, I like James Harden a lot, but I'm not, a, I'm not an apologist. He has to be better in the playoffs, or, uh-huh. I, have to stop, or I have to stop defending yeah. the guy. You can still be a fan, but when people say something about him, I kind of probably have to come away from – Oh no, man! That's just be- it's like no dog. You now now you wouldn't be. You was with Durant and Russ before. Then you went to Houston. You've had Chris Paul. You had Russell uh, Westbrook there. Then you you know you you've had other players. Then you go to New Jersey. And you got Durant. You got Kyrie. I know you guys didn't play together a lot, but then your hamstring was hurting. You 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 wore a fat suit in Houston to get out of Houston. <laughs> you, know, you show up to Brooklyn lean, and then somebody said uh, so he did the same thing in Brooklyn because somebody said the other night said man that's the leanest I've seen him and since Houston. His middle, like his MVP Houston years, that's 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 the leanest I've seen him. And he wore all white. They wore the white union. White shows everything. So you got to win in the playoffs to get rid of all of those narratives or people just going to continue to say it about you. But for the long haul, I think the Nets won the trade, and I think they won it for the short haul too. But I still think the Bucks are the team to come out of the mm-hmm. I just want to say too, uh, it, with Ben Simmons, I, you know, I was talking about system. Uh in June of last year, after the series, and when you know this whole Ben Simmons, you know, unhappy thing and Ben Simmons overwhelmed thing started, I said, "Is Ben Simmons a superstar? No. Do I think he has a uh, he still has a spot to be really good in the NBA? Yes. And that's all system. If he were to go, you know, I said if he were to go to a team where he didn't have to score much, he's going to be fine. He can defend well. He can pass." He can, he, he don't, you don't need Ben Simmons to get you 25. You need to get 14. Like, like I said, and I just, I said that from the long run and I'm going to stick by it. And it's good. I'm, I'm actually really, you know, excited to see when all this, you know, KD's back, Ben Simmons gets cleared. And is, I, I don't think it's any time soon. I don't, especially not in the next week. I mean, he's not going to come back. He's not going to go back to Philly. 
You want me to blow your mind with the with the uh, Mavs game right now? What's up? Did I the just Mavs jinx have, it? The Ma- the Mav the Mavs have seventy points in the first half. Okay, so I I tweeted out right because I you know it's it's funny when I, I do it because Bo responds in like two minutes. Bo's well you know well my 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 guys you know he kind of he told me about the Zoom thing man. I was trying to do interviews for a while. And I was like Zoom huh? And they're like yeah, dude, you just record it and it works and yep. um. I, you know, he, he's a Laker apologist. He's kind of like a Rob G, uh, Laker apologist. And I, I, I tweeted, oh, wow, shocker. Lakers getting molly again. <laughs> I got like a couple people who liked it so far, but. Someone yeah. tweeted the other day, and I think this is really valid. If they're trying to get Vogel fired by playing the way they're playing, I will lose respect for everyone on this roster. As a pro was that, athlete. Was that, as was a, that a Rob Guerra tweet? Is it, is it, I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but if they're trying to get them fired on purpose by their play, that that is such BS. That is such bush league. That no, is they're such not doing professionalism. that. You still, I am listen, not. I believe. That. Listen, man. Let me tell you something about sports that I believe. This is just my opinion. What I believe. Sports is real life, and sports has a lot of moving parts nowadays, man. Because everybody getting money, everybody's got a sponsorship, everybody's got a shoe deal, bro. Everybody's got an endorsement deal. Everybody's got something. There's just no guy just playing in the league no more. Everybody's got something, whether you're Bitcoin, you're crypto, or you're commercials, or you're, in, I mean, everybody's got something, right? And I think now you have more power as a player and can manipulate situations even easier than you ever could across sports. Look at the topics we've talked about tonight. Kyler Murray, new contract, manipulation with the agent in the article. We've talked about the narcissist, manipulation. We've talked about Aaron Rodgers, manipulate. Just three topics we've talked about. You mean Russell there Wilson manipulating, manipulating? There's a manipulating factor in there, right? Of someone trying to will their power. And you cannot play well on purpose. And trust me, there are guys that do, man. Trust me on this. And get a coach fired. They're not going to cut you. They're not going to cut you. But you cannot tell me, in all honesty, that you are putting – an honest effort out on the floor tonight and against the Pels and at the All-Star and just other – when you cannot tell me this is an honest effort when it's 70 point and, – and this is the way you do it. Well, we'll score 53 at the half. <clears throat> We're on pace for what we average, a little bit below what we average, 106-107. Okay, cool. What is Frank Vogel known for as a coach? Defense, right? They're giving up 131, 129, 120. It's easy to just mm-hmm. – half-ass it on defense, but still go score your points. Because okay. What, what creates the narrative? The narrative gets created. Well, it's the defense, and he's supposed to be a defensive guy, and that's you, – you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, what I will say is, like we brought up earlier, and you, you alluded to, LeBron's power. He has power. LeBron is LeBron. It, you know, big people, big figures have power. And I feel LeBron – with kind of like it's like the predicament earlier of you know the fo if you will the front office if lebron james wanted vogel out he would have been out i i, I truly believe and no, I, I, just I, think, think, I i i disagree i think genie took took a message for, took a lesson from her dad mm-hmm. and i think that he went and or tried to symbolize that he wanted and she said i'm not doing we're not making any moves front officer you guys wanted this. This is what I heard that she told Palenka and LeBron. Basically, business-wise, this is this is your mess. Clean it up. 
This is what you guys wanted. I gave you what you wanted. Clean it up. Her dad used to go to Phil. Phil, you don't think Phil ever went to her dad? Like, look, man, I got you got to do something about Kobe and Shaq. No, 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 no. You wanted the coach here. We're we're winning. Go clean it up. Go fix it. We're not nobody's going, nobody's going nowhere. Skip, man. Nobody's uh, going nowhere. Go fix it. Skip, skip Bayless. All right. This yeah. is three minutes ago. What LeBron and Westbrook now do best is beg for calls. No, they, they, hey, they, he, listen, if LeBron thinks he's going to play with his son, where's it going to be with Orlando, man, or the man, like the guy is, oh, if you watch, he's he looks good when he's got, when he's got a running start, class. he can still take off and dunk, guys. I get that part of it. He's got a running start, but a lot of times he don't have a running start and everything is a short layup. I, I've never seen him miss this many layups or have to go for this many under the brim type score when he gets inside the paint. Or if he can just muscle you because he's on the, he's on all the HGH, he can just muscle you out of the way and score. That's really what his game is right now, people. And sometimes he can hit the three, but the last seven or eight games, go look at that three-point percentage. It is horrific. He's got two missed free throws already again tonight. He's a 70% career free throw shooter. It's just, you know, it just is what it is, man. Mm. Yeah. Uh, now, I we, 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 we've been off on these tangents. Now, the... Uh... I, I is there anything else you want to cover, man? You got you got anything, or you know, we want to go to football or what, what you want? I'll let you pick the next thing we dive I'll into. go through, I'll go through my worst sports moments real fast. All right, bet Malice at the Palace, Dan Marino mm-hmm. losing the Super Bowl to San Francisco, Kobe's death, and Kobe's death. Yes. yes, yes. Wow, might be my worst. Yeah, that might be my worst. Dwight that might Kobe, be my worst, dude. My Dwight worst ever is the, is the morning. Sunday morning, I woke up. I can up. remember what I was doing that day. Yeah, like I it, can remember where I was sitting, who I was talking same, to. Same, same. I man, I was. Now I, I Kobe, you know, obviously like the Kobe. Whenever you know you throw something, and you know how good a basketball player he was, just so impactful, and not just you know so on your age, but all the way to my generation too. Like I, uh, <clears throat> I'll tell you where I was the day that I found out. I was at my grandparents' house. And my dad was there. We were about to go to Costco, right? And I see the news. I'm like, it, it was my dad who saw the news. He's like, hey, did Kobe, I, Kobe dies? Is this real? I'm like, oh, are you, okay, yeah, what? Maybe. And then, you know, it, I was like, I, I looked into it myself. I'm like, oh, it's TMZ. This isn't looking good. And then I go in the car and then like three other people break it. And I'm just like, oh, this is real. Like I was sitting in the backseat of my grandparents' car when all of this, like, it's just crazy how, like, I, I'm not even a Lakers fan. I I, I just, like, co- how good Kobe was. I, I still remember the day he retired. 61 points, and he broke Twitter. Twitter was down. I was even on Twitter. I just remember hearing from people. Twitter was down. That's how much That's how much legacy Kobe had. It's just, like, wow. Like, that. that, that is just wild. Yeah, Kobe dying to me, man, was uh, – it, it still hurts to this day, man. It was uh... – too young, bad. man. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was, but uh, it was, and not just him, man. Just the whole incident, the helicopter. The yeah, night was it nine seven, people? The other nine. seven people. Yeah, he dies with his daughter, man. I'm pretty sure they were sitting right next to each other. Or, you know, I just I think about things like what was going on in there. Once they felt that thing going to the ground, man, and you you know, dude, that, can you, you know, imagine, dude? Like, you can't you know, open it. You can't open out and jump with a parachute. That you're gonna get caught in a propeller. You're gonna get all sliced up. You can't. So there's just no way. You've never heard of anybody jumping out of a helicopter, you know, to save their own life. A helicopter goes down, but I mean, it's how we traveled. 
And it's how he was known for that. And that was a that was a that was a flex that Kobe could park on top of Staples and and you know go to show up the games. He didn't drive the games, and then he had a Benz. He had a, like a really huge kind of kind of party bus Benz van that would take him home a lot of nights because he had a ice bath in there. He would ice bath on the way home. Uh, a lot of these stories that I hear with guys that work for Spectrum and covered the Lakers, and my nephew played with the Lakers. So uh, Kobe, Ooh, wait, was who's a, your ne- uh, who's your nephew? Kendall Marshall. Oh, that's yeah. right. You told me yeah. that. Yeah, Kim that's Marshall, right. My yeah, it's my oldest brother, Dennis's son. Wow, that that's yeah, cool. That's my nephew. Yep. yep. So he played here and had his moments with Kobe. Kobe was actually hurt that year, but he would come in and work out and come in and train or come into practice and stuff with or shoot around sometimes uh, with the guys. But that, yeah, that was a bad one. So I, I had uh, the Malice at the Palace because I'm a Pistons fan, and I just hate that that's attached to my team's uh, to my team's storyline. You know yep. what I'm saying? For the rest of my life, I'm, I'm I'm just mad that that's attached to it. My personal one was my junior in high school. We had a shot to win uh, state sectional and then move deeper into the state playoffs. And we lost to a team called Hobden that actually had Michigan helmets. And that's how I remember them because I'm a big Michigan fan. They had Michigan helmets. We're down 21 and we fight back in the second half and get the overtime. And I remember when we break in the huddle. I'm playing corner on the right side and I look at the corner on the left side and break the huddle. Uh, Hobden had a sophomore quarterback named Cornelius Lindsay, who was moved up from JV earlier that week when the JV season was over. They played because their star quarterback got hurt. Their all-state quarterback got hurt and was mm. well, was, got knocked out of the game the last week, and he wasn't fit to play this game. But he had been scrambling and kind of running the option on us. I remember looking over at Dante Alford, and I said, bro, he's coming your way. And lo and behold, with uh, eight seconds left on the clock, he runs that option, and he keeps it, and he runs the Dante side, and he scores. I remember watching him score because I'm on the goal line trying, you know, chasing down, uh, chasing the play from the backside. I remember the photographer's flash from that was on the sideline taking pictures. And that was the picture that was in the newspaper the next day. Him sticking the ball across the line and scoring. And right on the right side of him, you see number 17, me, like almost like, and Dante diving for him. And I, I told him he was coming to that side. That was the biggest personal loss I ever had because that was the closest I could have ever got to a state championship in high school football. So 1994, we lost to Hobden High School in the state in the state sectional championship game. They kept us from going deep because if we'd, have, if we'd have got past them, we believe we'd have beat the other two teams that were left and I would have won the state. So that one right there. Um, yeah, I got one more. I got one more. I got one more. Derrick Rose's first ACL tear. Yeah. Really oh hurt. my God. What a dude. Yeah, imagine if he never really had hurt. any of those. Say it again. Imagine if Derrick Rose never had any ACL tears. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, imagine <laughs> him. I mean, I'll go back even further. Imagine if Grant Hill never played on that broken ankle in the playoffs for the Pistons mm-hmm. last year. Yeah. I mean, Grant Hill, there was a time, and this is before your time, there was a time in the NBA, man. There was a good four year stretch where Jordan was always the undoubtedly best player in the league. But there was always a debate for number two. And there was a four-year span where number two could have been Grant Hill. And there weren't people that was going to vehemently, you know, like, debate it with you. They would just go, oh, okay, I like – so they would they would still talk about their guy. But no one goes, man, Grant Hill ain't the best, second-best player. Everybody went, oh, yeah, yeah, he's he is a triple-double kind of – he was the point – he was that he was at Scottie Pippen point forward but shot better than Scottie Pippen. He was a better player than Scottie Pippen. Mm-hmm. So when Grant Hill got hurt too, I mean Penny Hardaway, that's before your time too. Penny Hardaway never has the micro oh, yes, knee. Yes, 
Penny Hardaway never has that. I mean, there's, 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 there's so many of them. Yeah, that was what I said. There's so many you can you can say that about. But the Derrick Rose one because he was a small point guard and coming from Chicago, being the number one overall pick to the hometown Bulls, uh, almost winning the national championship in college as a true freshman. The every and it was just a soft spoken, nice dude. wasn't trying to flash or talk trash and none of that. He's just really laid back player. I think a lot of people pull for him were a fan. And when he blew that ACL the first time, it was like, oh man, like I, I hate it. I hated that. So I don't have a bunch of worse uh sports moments, but normally Okay, I now that you bring oh, up like your I'm, high I'm sorry, one more Rangers, Rangers, Stanley Cup playoffs, Stanley uh, Cup finals, lo- losing to the Kings. That one hurts. Yeah, I, I got I have uh one here. You're talking about your high school days. This one happened to me two years ago, and it wasn't that it was so I ran uh, in the ambulatory division, which is like other, you know, people who have like disabilities because like I'm blind. It's like for cross country at, at state, right? <clears throat> and I'm, you know, doing my thing, training really hard to, you know, obviously do this race. And, you know, I, you work really hard and I start to feel this kind of pain in my calf. I'm like, oh, I've been working hard, whatever. So I'm like, whatever you know uh, whatever you know, we, we're three days away from state i'm sure we'll be fine <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I i don't know what happened the doctor said i pull it but i'm not buying that because it took a while to heal and i i didn't go to the doctor till after the fact too and i am like I'm, i was like all right you know we'll see what happens right the weekend there was one of the best weekends i've had before talking sport moments yeah. during competing in the competition then this man, I, I gotta say, I was so we start the race at first, it, it wasn't too bad, right? It's like it was kind of hurting, but I'm like, what yeah, it's it's 30 minutes, I can get through it. Man, when I say that way, it was just running hurt was horrible. It got to the point where I was like, Yeah, I had my guy running, I was just like, like like using her for like support to like finish. And then she's like, if you quit, you're gonna regret it. But then I'm like, You're right, but you're wrong oh. at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> but it's one of those you're like i, I got you but like if i yeah. do quit then you know this would be nice but i was it, it was a great experience like i i do you know obviously i did get to go back senior year i didn't get to junior year because covid but um i i, I was still a good, in high school yeah i got two months left boss you're a senior in high school yeah yeah remember you said uh during the Last show. I forgot about that, man. God, I, I keep thinking you're like 1920. 20. Wow, no, no. you're a senior and you're about to graduate. Yeah, are you excited? Yeah, it's crazy. It's kind of it's kind of surreal, man. Like I, I like I uh want you know I obviously want to go for like journalism, sports radio stuff. You go to college, I can get like my degree and become official. You know, I want to do what Broussard, Parker, Ben Maller. I don't know if you know, but Jonas Knox. That's my real inspiration. I want to be really? like Jonas. Jonas. Dude, Jonas, where he can just go off the walls and I can be serious. I, he, it's funny. I don't want to be like, I like going on. I'm very free. If you, and you notice, and if I don't you, you got to check out, I, I hate to, you know, plug myself again, but you got to, you guys got to check out the Jonas interview that a bunch of people have interviewed him. I, I have too. And his, yeah. obviously, I'm not like a broke, like kid, you know, but like the way, how hardworking the guy was, man. There's just like respect. You got to be in this business, man. You got to be. You know, you got to spread yourself across, man. I always tell people never listen to jack of all trades, master of none, because the whole real saying is 
a jack of all trades master of none is still better than a master um master one is still better than a master of none yeah so, mm-hmm. so I, yeah, I, you gotta I, my, spread you gotta work hard to spread yourself and i think i screwed that saying just now but you gotta spread yourself oh, across this industry <laughs> i think i got it right but I, but something in my head is saying nah man that that's not that's not how I go. I think I misplaced one word there. So, bro, but. I I'm on Twitter and the Lakers. It's like I tweeted this the other night. I, you even liked it. L- seeing Lakers Twitter lose it is just ah, oh, so. There, well, I, hey. I've, I've seen like eight tweets in the past like thirty minutes. Well, well Vogel's gone. Twitter period. Twitter period. Man, it's just it, it, no. But the Lakers fan, like especially the Lakers, like I I think it's because you know I listen to Fox a lot. All the Lakers guys are, but just seeing everyone just. Oh, Vogel's gone, or you know, it's just funny when like someone just overreacts. Like, I, I don't think Vogel's gonna be gone. There's like a month left in the season. Like, come on. Yeah, well, it, it, unless it, LeBron it, really pulls a LeBron, like I, no, I want him gone no, now. No, 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 no. Like I said earlier, look, this, the the year the season's over, um, and, and that's just bad. It, to me, once again, I mean, that's just bad radio, bad platform using where we have to okay so in december it was oh man it's early excuse me november let's go by november it was oh it's early let them come on man let them play together a little okay cool no problem december same thing january same thing february then january started it's russ it's russ it's russ it's russ it's russ it's russ even december it was and then it was oh it's vogel it's vogel it's vogel vogel. now it's it's palika's palika's palika it's you knew it was coming and I know they've had injuries, but guess what? Everybody's had injuries. Look at what the Miami Heat's gone through. They're first. Look what the Chicago Bulls have gone through. No Lonzo, no Caruso. Like, look what look what the Bucks have gone through. No Lopez. Look mm-hmm. what the, the Warriors have gone through. Draymond's missed almost 30 games now this year. He's you haven't had Clay Thompson for two he's years. He's in the 20s, and, and you didn't have Clay Thompson for two years. And you're missing Weissman, who was the number two overall pick last year. You're missing that kid. <clears throat> Like you're working with guys that nobody wanted. You know what I'm saying? It's so that's no excuse. It's just their fan base. And it's not their fan base. Cause I know real Laker fans. I live out here. Real Laker fans aren't doing their tweeting. Those are, those are the narcissist fans. That's what those are who have now, oh, I'm, I'm right with him. So I'm cheering for the Lakers. You know, what's but funny. I, I you bring do, that there up. Are some, there are some real Laker fans out here. I've met where I told him, I told one the other night, I said, she looked at me and she goes, well, Palenka, I said, excuse you? Oh, my. And I've known this. I've known her 15, 16 years. I've never heard her blame a GM for nothing for the Lakers. Even when Kobe wasn't winning, she was like, I mean, Kobe's my boy, but he's got to get it together. He's got to this. He's got I respect fan bases like that who do it like that. But when you start to blame and it was because you got this guy now, I was like, oh, my God. I used to respect Laker fans. And now I look at him and shake my head and I go, I'm old enough to remember when Magic got eliminated. There was no excuses. Trade this guy, get this guy with him and Jabari. That's any okay. It's they any fan win. base now. Social media, like Seahawks, you know, same thing. Car, whatever team, but the Lakers are just elevated. And what I will say about the Lakers is, is a lot of these Laker fans. It, I I follow a Laker. You know, I follow like a bunch of topics, so I kind of yeah. see you know what people are saying about their teams, what you know events are happening. It's yeah. not you know it's not like a Rob G or like a uh try to think of a you know someone else besides like. It's not your average Lakers fan. It's not like a, a Magic Johnson tweet. It's always these just random people on Twitter who probably have like 30 followers. It's, ne- you know, like obviously. I don't obviously, even pay attention to those pages. I I, I just scroll through them because I think it's funny, man. I just think, yeah. oh, because then you'll see, you know, if you really dig, you'll see like, like 
this, I, this is an exaggeration, but it, it proves my point. You'll see Polinka's the best GM. Two days later, Polinka sucks. Yeah, like, yeah, Jesus, yeah. <laughs> But and see, that's and, but you do, but I, that's I, the I thing. Tweeted, okay, that's I the tweeted, thing with fans. I think, I tweeted, I, I, think that, I tweeted yesterday, and it was at fans. It was basically, look, man, every everything isn't for everybody. You always should can keep scrolling or unfollow. Yeah, I okay. Scroll, I scroll all day long. There's days I don't even read certain people's stuff because I'm like, bro, I'm not about to read that that you that you're putting up. They have 71 points in the first half. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, but why? What, what I was gonna say too is. Look, I'm sure a lot of us, if we like live tweet a game and it's our team's game, so it's times where I tweet about Seahawks and I'll admit it. I'm, I probably say the same things. Half like, I, I, I think I said, you know, like cut somebody, but half the time I'm joking, half the time being serious. But that's just fandom, man. You, when you love a team, you, you just act like it's, you know. I can't. It, I can't. I have to always be real. I, I, I can't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, got, I got you. I can't. Yeah. So, uh, is there you, you got anything else, VJ, or you know? No, nah, man. No, I, I don't. I don't. But it's been. It's this has been fun. That's all I got, man. Is as as always. This is, and I'm watching. Look, I, I, I you can't see my eyes, but I know when people watch the show, I'm looking at my phone. I'm looking at the computer. I'm listening to you. I'm looking at the phone. Looking because I'm watching all of these scores. I've been and scrolling through games. Twitter to see just what what's happening too. Because like obviously, yeah, exactly. I, I'm trying to. Uh, I'm just checking up on my hockey. I'm having a great hockey night. Right now, I am 4-1 in hockey. I took the over in Ottawa and Tampa Bay at six. There were seven goals. I took the under six and a half in the Oilers and Flyers. There was three. Uh, I took Detroit to beat Carolina, get that biscuit. I took the under six and a half, Calgary, Minnesota. There were six goals. Took the over in Montreal, Winnipeg. There was 12 goals. I am on fire in the the NHL tonight with my bets in the nba too my three didn't come in my three pick parlay didn't come in i'm gonna cash in on the mavs and the pistons but golden state minnesota they uh they didn't want me to be great and they i want i took the under on the 231 and it went to 237 so i missed that by six dude i i obviously like i'm not old enough to bet but like i'll tweet out like picks and it's just i the gate i i dude i had a horror i do you know once or twice a week i'll i'll, I'll, do, I'll start to do it more because it's fun yeah. but you know, hey, you got to have fun with it. Like, who cares what people say? But I, I tweeted uh, a couple of days ago, man. I, I, I've I, never, like, it was some of, I was just like, oh, my God, what a, man. Like, there's, there's times where, like, my wild card weekend, my over-unders, I was, you know, chilling, my picks. I was, like, four and two, five and one or something like that. My over all my over, I like I, I was on a roll wild card weekend. My Super Bowl prop bets, I was on a roll too. Like I like the uh I got I got the Van Jefferson one. I got the over or, or you we talk about this on Twitter, the under over under for Cooper Cup, man. And it wasn't that look, my my Cooper Cup, I I, I say it's gonna have the you know over in yards, under in receptions. I Cooper Cup can break plays. He even yeah. have over a hundred yards. Like how crazy was that? But he had eight grabs. I I honestly thought I'm like I wasn't really counting, but like towards like the last minute of that game, I'm like oh he has hit the over. That's the like only I, one I lost. That's the only one I lost. I lost the Cooper Cup. I had him on the over, but I hit on the and over. My reasoning, seconds. my reasoning was it's a Super Bowl. Like you, you, if you don't like if you like they most of the game Cooper Cup wasn't even that. It was like those last like shoot like. 
Oh, like six, like the last drive, man. That's when Cooper. It was the last drive. Well, yeah, he got a bulk of it on the last drive. Yep, because he had the. So, yeah, I, uh, I, I did. I, I think during the playoffs, just with all the game bets, I was eleven and three, eleven and four, or the ten. Oh, the one that, dude, the one that really got me, the one that I'm like, oh man, was the uh, divisional weekend. I picked. When I my upsets were reversed, right? I picked the upsets and I was wrong, right? Or the upsets, yeah. And then the favorites, like I, I, my all my favorites, I, I was one in three. That's that's right. But the favorites, the two favorites, I was like, okay, I, I, was, I was like, I really like the the Titans. I like I was real on them. Come on, like I. And then uh, Ryan Tannehill. That yeah, I'm sorry, three picks in the playoff game. You can't expect to win it, but. I then, the only the only playoff the only ones I lost was Raiders didn't cover. Mm-hmm. I lost that one. Oh yeah, I, I lost on the Raiders. I lost on the Raiders not to cover. I'm trying to think because I, I mean you know I picked San Fran over Dallas. I won that. I put San Fran over. Oh, I picked the, over. I San, picked over Green Bay. I won that. I put the I picked the Bengals. Yeah, I saw dude. I I texted you. And, I'm like, yeah, and, I picked the Bengals. That was KC. that was an embarrassing performance for Green Bay too. Yeah, I picked the Bengals at KC. I had the Bengals at Tennessee because I don't like Ryan Tannehill. And I told people before the game, I said, if you put it in Tannehill's game, hands, he'll give you the game. He'll throw mm-hmm. this damn game away. And he did it. Because I don't want to hear the excuses of, well, it hit off receivers' hands and all that. It still comes no. to count interception. Three picks in the playoffs, VJ. Yep. Come on. Three picks, man. Even if Joe Burrow – Joe Burrow got sacked nine times. And he threw it Tannehill. I'm sorry, man. That, that, that's all Tannehill. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's all but, that's all that's all Tannehill. So but yeah, anyway, I yeah, I, I did I did very I did very, very well. And right now I'm almost close to 60% in my NHL picks. I'm getting so much better with NHL as NHL goes on. By this football season, dude, website's gonna be up and running. I have Husky Bets website. Um, it'll be a subscription website. You guys can subscribe with a monthly fee of a reoccurring monthly fee, and that's how you'll be able to get my best picks and my top picks and extra picks and stuff like that. Giving away for free to build my name and build my percentage up so people can see. But by the time football starts, you got to subscribe. No more free picks. No more freebies. No more freebies online. I might give out one free parlay a day. Yeah. Hey, whatever makes money makes money. VJ, yep. this man, this was fun. Like, we didn't even, you. it got Thank to you. the point where we weren't even like chopping it. Like, we just went all over the place. And it, yeah, man, that's the, I, I'm have to, that's the best radio. Yeah, I'm have to go. I'm have to figure out what I want to clip here. I think I'm obviously gonna clip like the my Murray thing, your, <laughs> uh, uh, your L word. Uh, probably, someone, I bet one person in the audience thinks we're saying something bad when we say the L word. <laughs> well, there is no bad L word though. When you think no, but it. I, I bet no, but I bet one. I bet you know obviously yeah, yeah but people you know people. Someone's like I mean L-word. the worst you can get is what lick me. Yeah, ligma. <laughs> <laughs> lick me. I mean, this is the this is the best you could get, man. So. But no, yeah, thank but you hey, for having me, man. I appreciate yeah, you. It was, it was fun. And yeah, I, I gotta say, man, you know, you really like you, you kind of bosh me last episode. I gotta say, you for me having a co-host, I can learn to talk more. And uh, you know, I, you, you help me out, man. And it's always fun to get a different but real take in here. And we did it, you know. VJ on Twitter at Husky ENT on like with VJ on like conduct with VJ podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. VSN, VSN Sports on the YouTube, uh, VSN Sports on IG, right? Are you no? You're at the Big uh, Vanilla no, Funny. on IG is the Big Vanilla Funny. Yeah, and then what's your TikTok, man? You got I you, you got you start uh, going on there. Uh, I just started a TikTok because a comedian friend of mine told me to do one, 
I need to probably like come up with some more funny videos and put them out because I haven't done enough, I don't think. So uh, what is my TikTok name? Oh, I'm the Big Vanilla Funny on TikTok also. All right, go, go, go. Give him a follow. Follow me. Twitter, EmmettNosi04. EmmettNosi on IG, Blindside Sports. Uh, zero zero, which where I'll, I post all the show clips over there. My Emmett knows he's like, you know, personal stuff, all the show clips. You know, sometimes I'll take screenshots of my tweets, put them over there. Blind said support seven on TikTok. And my, my LeBron thing from last week's episode, kind of going off. So, yeah, go, go, uh, go follow everyone or go follow our socials. You know, go run it up, show a lot of the podcast, show a lot of the VJ's podcast. Stay tuned for his website. Thank you for watching. Uh, it, it was a really good episode. Uh, and it, hey, man, new episodes out Thursday, Friday with Iowa Sam and Rob G. See ya.